our milk from Gary, Indiana to L.A. Our family, Freddie Gibbs, is here. You know how we do this thing, man. Along with Freddie Gibbs Jr. I got that Rudy Gobert. off, man. You ready to do this one? We've been looking forward to this one, man. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Type a nigga cook a birdie for breakfast and throw the fin up. Don't fuck with Maserati or Lexus, I pull the bins up. My mama birthday coming, I might just get it a bin. Struck a cut off all my motherfucking losses and put a wind up. Kicking like karate, that China white in the blender. Send that shit to Michigan City and tear the pin up. Mama said the federal prison, but I will end up. Attorney like 600 an hour just to defend us. Like, my God, all a nigga know is stop par. I need a bitch with a pretty face, a bank account in the backyard. Cause now a nigga swiping black car. 9-11, black on black is a black attack. I'm the black guy, not a fat nigga, but I've been getting max cream. Maddox lining up to get injected like a vaccine Chopper on me daily ain't safe to live a rap dream Niggas popping hella rap cap for the rap cream Gays on my phone, plays on my phone Rules on my phone, gang on my phone Trays on my phone, land put me on Josh put me on, Tunji put me on Gazi put me on, God put me on Now I can sit back in my mansion and get blasted My chef getting it cracking, I'm sipping yak with a bitch or two Cocaine cracks in my rap, pocket residuals Rap game, easy to trap, game was difficult House came with cameras and choppers, I got a nigga fruit VVS is all in my neck, sets invisible I done took this shit from the triple beam to the digital yeah, yo, about to come out like mayo whipping in miracle. Paper over pussy and powder, boy, that's the principle. Powder party, bachelor pad, bring some bitches do. I done took this shit from the triple beam to the digital. Yeah, yo, about to come out like mayo whipping in miracle. Kill the shit and let it breathe, bitch. Youngest about to slide, send emojis with the skis, bitch. Real king of the street shit. Got three books for the 20 Westbrook. Rest in peace, nip. Real king of the street shit. The marathon never stop. You put these niggas on their feet, crib. I straight the shit and got the street sick. The last supper, you might get it from some niggas that you eat with. Cocaine, whole thing. Freddy Colignoni, soprano, my whole name. Fortunatos on the pickup, I'm dogging the whole lane. All is well to the lords and stones and foes, man. Got some niggas that ain't never gonna talk on the phone, man. Peace to Charlie, Mike, I'm thugging until you get home, man. Fortunatos on the pickup. I'm dogging the whole lane All is well to the lords and stones and foes, man It ain't no game Finball The world is yours DJ World Premier That's Cheese Yo, yo, yo That's Jose What it do, what it do What's good, gentlemen? Ain't shit, ain't Cheese Oh, okay You know what to do in my champion slippers, I be loving them strippers. Mm. Yo, I need me a face. Somebody yeah. go get the clippers. Lord. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Hey, that's my first time. I might be sleeping on Gangsta Gibbs, man. That's the first time I ever heard something. What? And he bodied that shit. Yo, I fuck with that. <laughs> tell, it, tell him what you tell me. Tell me what, what you tell me. I don't fuck with Gangsta Gibbs. I think mm-hmm. he, I think he trash. But that's the, really that's the first time I heard some shit from him. Like my yeah. word, I've been trying to tell this kid for the longest. Good buddy, Freddie so you, Gibbs. You didn't listen to Alfredo. I don't listen to Gibbs. You like every time I hear him, you know what I'm saying. And passing is like, let me hear the shit. They'd be like, Gangsta Gibbs got some shit, and I listen, and I'm always underwhelmed. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know. But that right there, I don't know what that's called, but he be body there. I like, shout out to Gangsta Gibbs. Oh, man. <laughs> we well, saw Gangsta Gibbs live before, my nigga. Yeah. That we was hype. Man live before he had the James. <laughs> Hold on. You saw him live and you still not feeling I went. I went to see Jeezy. I didn't go to see Gibbs. This was, Gibbs was just now starting to yeah. kind of bubble up a little bit. He was at the Norva. That and, shit uh, was ill. 
Yeah, it was hard. He he, he performed that song, Rob Me a Nigga, Rob Me a Rock, yeah, some Rob shit like me, that. Rob Me a Nigga. He did that shit, boy. We were so fucking hyped. That shit was hard. What I said at the Nova that night. Appreciate you putting me. What's that called? You know what that's called? That song you play? That? <laughs> yeah, that's the LA Lakers Freestyle. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll find you some shit. I'll send it to you. For sure. I got For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm kind of offended that, like, you. Oh, you wow. Ain't, like, you ain't never. I ain't been, you know, every time I hear him, it's kind of like, I I get it. But nothing that makes me say, man, this nigga, he be body and shit. Gangsta Gibbs be body and shit. He got a joint with Big Sean. Uh, I think they go hard back back and forth. A joint with Big Sean. Big Sean. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> joking. Let's put another shrimp on the Barbie. Big Sean. <laughs> Hey. I was gonna ask why you said it like that, but hey. I was like, maybe I'm just picking, like maybe you know, I'm just being yeah, funny. You know why he said it like that? It, it kind of, you know, <laughs> feeling real ass Scotty on the pod right now, you know, luxurious. I'm feeling, you know, I'm rapping like Rose every second I get. <laughs> she be popping that pussy like she be popping the zit, Lord. All right, that's too, <laughs> that's too too many Rose bars for y'all today. Yeah. They're gonna have to start. They're gonna have to start paying for these rosé. Hey, yeah, man, man. Get me a contract, Gizzle, man. Get me right. Hey, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'm still trying to get us a goddamn commercial. Man. We, yeah, we need to add. Hey, if y'all want to sponsor the game, get us some hoodies or something. We work for cheap, like Old Spice. Where you at? I need an ashtray with the logo in it. You know, indeedy. So how y'all how y'all been this week? It's been it's been a long week. It's been good, man. Christmas man, right yeah. around the corner. This week is crawling for me. Feel like it's taking forever. Yeah, man. It's been good though. But it's yeah, it's been lovely. I can't. This weather been crazy. It's hot. It's cold. I don't know what to do, man. The other day I had on the the heat with the windows all the way down. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying this bitch. Like it was like 60 today. Yeah. I think tomorrow's gonna be like 60. Weird. Man, I might fire up the grill. Throw a this steak nigga on that is bitch. pneumonia. Yeah, he trying to catch that. Nah, 60 is mad warm <laughs> in the sunlight. Like we're not talking that 60 in the shade bullshit. We're talking like 60 in the direct light. Can you imagine this nigga good. in this yard with the grill? Blows, you fucking in a direct. <laughs> I ain't say I was pulling the shorts out, my nigga. I just said I was going to light the grill up. That's all I pictures you yeah. in chocolates with the thong sandals and absolutely you know, the, not the no, grill no. out. I saw a young man in shorts, a hoodie, and chocolates, and I I just felt like he was confused. <laughs> I didn't think he knew what was going on. So am I the only one that thinks that that like you can't have an outfit that does that? Like it doesn't match. It might match but, color wise, right? But you can't have long sleeve shirt on to say like, "Hey, I want to be warm," and then <laughs> shorts on that say like, "Hey, it's, it's hot outside." Right. I, hey, look, I do this all the time, but not in December. I'm not. It's just not going on in December. So you're a long sleeve shirt and shorts guy. I got it in a long sleeve shirt and shorts right now. I could do that. But it has to. It has to be to the like. My legs can be. My legs are always warmer than my my upper half. 
So I can hoodie and this, and shorts in the house. This I can't a, go out there right now and hoodie and shorts it. You a you a minotaur, nigga. You fucking bottom half. <laughs> you the fucking minotaur, <laughs> nigga. Bottom half is warm as a bitch. Fucking warm as this dude. This nigga's my taro. <laughs> Uh, All legs. I seen this nigga at Scorpion King. Like that Jay. That's Jose too. Jose be everywhere. Uh, nigga's no shirt with a fucking horse tail. <laughs> Nayin. Is that nigga? Did that nigga just nay? Thank you, nay. I think both of y'all weird because. And you're in the safety of your own home, so I'll let you cook. But, <laughs> like, just the fact that I got to put on long sleeves with the shorts mean I probably shouldn't have the shorts on. Like, right. science science tells you it's cold out there. if your feet are cold, right. your whole body going to be cold. Your feet and your ears are, like, the hub for everything. Oh, my God. I you know what's weird, though? Cold. Like, if I have on, like, flip-flops, like, my feet will sweat in the cold. Yeah. It's weird though, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know why you wearing flip flops. Hey man, I'm one of those dudes. I got on, you know, long nah. socks with flip flops. Homosexual? Oh, oh, no. How about those legs? Exactly. Exactly. Oh man, the Lakers. The Lakers. <laughs> Big show. Big show. <laughs> I reckon. So, since we brought up sports, and since we brought up L.A., mm. and I'm going to just say it, is Odell really nice like that? He He's a shadow of his former self, but, you know what I'm saying, uh, these, these one-yard and two-yard completions on the Jaguars, I'm not buying it, man. It ain't it ain't enough for me. Them niggas is still professional. But he he should be, you know, top dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? He coming he coming to a team where you got Cooper Cup, who is the foundation of their passing, and he is catching two yarders. <laughs> and, and one yard. And they not doubling yeah. him. Yeah, single one of his touchdowns is single coverage at the goal line. You're supposed that's that's like waking up and breathe. You're supposed to. Why wouldn't you catch that touchdown? So nice when you say nice, it's like ah, I don't know about nice. <laughs> he's just doing what he's supposed to do. So Sunday he went. Oh no, I'm sorry. Not Sunday, last night. Right. Uh, seven targets, six catches, 77 yards, mm-hmm. one touchdown. Longest was for 40 yards. Okay. He not nice? He's averaging 12 yards every time he touched the ball. That's not, he's doing what Odell is supposed Do you expect anything less from him? If he dropped any of those passes, what would you say? The first thing you would say is, oh. I expect more from him. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I want a whole lot more to see from Odell Beckham. I want him, you know, you at least 90 yards a game, at least 110 yards a game. Even you if should. there's a Cooper Cup there, they should be. They should all be averaging 
Man. 100 to, I mean, I'm going to say 75 to 100 yards. It should be Randy Moss, Chris Carter. You they should be, be having 400-yard games. Yes. Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce. It should be that. <laughs> it shouldn't be, oh, he got 77 yards. While Cooper Cup is catching 13 receptions mm. in a game, in one game, and you're, I scored a touchdown in three games straight. Yeah. No, but, but who set this expectation? Him or oh. no, excuse me. When did Odell set this expectation that he was a hundred yard a game guy? He's Odell. When, okay, we know his name, but when in his career did he set an expectation that he's a hundred yard a game guy? Y'all said it. Y'all tell it. Y'all know what y'all like to see, what y'all like to talk about. What's that? That one catch. Everybody. Does it that doesn't that, make him a hundred yard a gamer. That, they talk about that catch like it's the best catch in the world, and it wasn't. It was a one handed catch, and there's been so many one handed catches before that. So we got to get past just that catch. That catch was great. He had three great seasons or two great seasons, including that catch, the he catch should. that's heard around the world. But that shit is not that amazing. Jason Seahorn caught an interception in the playoffs versus Donovan McNabb and the Eagles. And that was a catch. Right. He fucking tipped the ball, rolled on the ground, popped up, caught the ball, ran it back for six. Right. And he was a New York Giant and he was on defense. But so it's but but oh damn is you need to continue to play through. You need to show that you are that the phenomenal that catches are there with receiver. With Odell. <laughs> He's showing glimpses. I think against Green Bay, he went for 81 yards. Like, you're knocking on the door, mm. but it's just like, you know, I don't want to see you diminish. You get what I mean? That's right. all I'm saying. I don't want to see him, you know, kind of taper off where it's just you know, 60 yards, 70 yards, 20 yards today, and then you're only scoring one touchdown. Like, show me more than just a great catch. But that leads me to has, is he in a cesspool at the Rams or is he going to excel? No. Like we're seeing. They're think implementing. I think I think they're they're teaching them their way, and this is just a glimpse of it. But like I said, I don't want to. I don't want him to turn into all right, uh, first and goal, and all right, touchdown, Odell. Yes, good. I want to see him do amazing things. I don't want him to turn into that just little burst route, single coverage, real quick, turn around, like give him the Cooper Cup routes. Teach I'm him how keep, to. I'm gonna keep it a buck, dog. <laughs> it's, the, it's the diva it's the diva shit yeah that's why the expectation so high so he hasn't he hasn't had double digit touchdown season right since 2016 see that's I what i'm saying he's been in the league since 2014 damn exactly <laughs> and, and, we, and we're not i'm talking set 2017 three touchdowns Six touchdowns in 2018. Yep. Four touchdowns in 19. Three in 2020. And he's got three in 2021. Exactly. Like, I, I'll throw one of those seasons out. Let's throw his worst season out. That's the season where he didn't, he only played uh, four games. Right. 2017. We can throw that year out. He's still got a season out here where he's, Started seven games, right. only finished the season with three hundred yards. Exactly. 
Ugh. Now that was a Baker year. <clears throat> Baker Trey. <clears throat> but he had a thousand he had a thousand a year before with Baker. Baker's trash. I think he was the bread and butter in, in that year. You know, it was expected, but yeah. I want to see him. Who was he surrounded by in that year that he, he managed a thousand? Um I mean one year was with Baker. Right. Uh then we got Daniel Jones year, two thousand eighteen. Oh. Yeah, uh, two thousand seventeen, where he only played a couple games. I think that was Eli's last year. Uh two thousand sixteen, Eli. Uh everything else is Eli. And he wasn't the main guy. Victor Cruz no, was the Victor main Cruz, guy his yeah. first season. Uh, <clears throat> then uh, it was a couple other scrubs that, that was out there. I mean, the Giants have consistently had at least one target. But when that target was him, <laughs> then he had to get the fuck out of Dodge. So I'm saying, like, this wide receivers is divas. We all know wide receivers is divas. Yeah. We all know that wide receivers... They complain a lot. Like, if there's anybody on the field that's going to complain about not getting the ball, it's going to be a fucking wide receiver. Yeah. But when it comes down to these expectations, I can't really say that Odell has done anything to give us these high expectations for what his career should look like. He's been injured the past four or five seasons. Right. I think he's injured now. I think he's playing, but I think he's injured now. I don't have a lot of high expectations. I think the expectations is because he's a star and a big catch and a big play receiver. Right. Hey, guess what, my nigga? Deshaun the, the Jackson. Right. Yes. He's just a taller version of that. Right. But they had former receivers. Terrell Owens was flashy, diva. But he put them numbers up. But Only for so long. long. He let his anger get the best of him. Once he once his anger got the best of him, he was trash. Like he was bum. Who? T.O.? T.O., yeah. T.O. was never trash. He was never trash, but his when he when he got in his own head, his games were poor. If he got bad because he wasn't getting the ball, his games were poor. But see, this is a fine line for that. And that's why I like that media is available. Cause like he'll break it down. Like, yeah, on this play, when I came to the sideline and yelled at Donovan. Right. He always calls him Donovan. I don't know why. <laughs> but when he yelled at Donovan, I told him on this play I was gonna beat the I was gonna beat my coverage and I was wide open. And you look at the play and the nigga be wide open by like ten yards. Right. And Donovan don't make the right read, whether it's an on time read or a late read, and he passes it elsewhere and it's incomplete. Yeah, I'm gonna be hot sauce too, bro. Right. <laughs> some of that, some of that, hey. That's just part of the game. But if it happens a lot, then, like, what's up with your quarterback? Are we not vibing? Am I not communicating to you per your standard? Do you not want to give me the ball because I'm asking you to give me the ball? Because I've heard receivers say, uh, even motherfuckers that played with Tommy. Who was it? Uh, I I think it was Mike Vrabel in one Mm -hmm. of those Super Bowls. Where he fucking went to the fucking, you know, they they do the little fake with the lineman goes in and catches the touchdown. And he was in the end zone waving his hands and Tom didn't throw it to him. And he said, yo, if you ever wave your fucking hands again, all crazy, I'll never throw you the ball. 
Damn. Like, don't attract no attention. If you want me to get you the ball, you, you already. Yeah, you just gotta be ready. Don't fucking wave your hands like that. Man. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe it's just a, a slight misunderstanding. But a lot of these niggas is divas. Ocho yeah. Cinco. Diva. Yeah. Ocho Cinco was a diva and the motherfucker couldn't read the playbook. He was a you, bad motherfucker though. But you can't be a diva and unskilled. Oh, excuse me. You can't be skilled and undisciplined. Right. That's right. why the Dolphins cut him. If he could read a playbook, him headbutting his wife wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Oh, I forgot he did that. <laughs> <laughs> he got one of them heads too. Yeah, and it was on Hard Knocks that season. I'm it sorry, on... I laughed at that. That's not cool. That he <laughs> Domestic had violence. Yeah, that's not cool. Uh, well, you know, we don't know if he really had butter or if it was some shit for the show. Uh, oh, my God. But, <laughs> hey, you got to hear both sides. Guys working on all of them. But, <laughs> so, if you're watching Hard Knocks, like, they was already looking at, like, yo, maybe we should cut this nigga because he ain't who we thought he was. And then he had butts his wife, and it's just like, oh, perfect. Now we got a reason to cut him. <laughs> and then they cut his ass. Where'd he go after that? He went to New England. Ocho went to New England? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. And he, he ain't last because he ain't read the playbook. If you can't, if you don't know the route tree <laughs> in New England, if you don't know the route tree in New England, they're going to get your ass out of here. Right, especially with Bill. So, question, who is right now, today, present day, who's the best wide receiver in the league? What you got, Jay? What you think? He's going to say something crazy. He's going to say something crazy that's going to anger me. Devontae Adams. Adams, Go, Pat, go. I'm gonna give it to Adams without a shadow of a doubt. Who you giving it to, DJ? Hmm? He's giving me rising. Tyreek Hill, <laughs> <laughs> the shortest, <laughs> fastest, quickest. He's a dog, though. He's, he's he is a dog. <laughs> he a dog. I don't know. I I would like to give it to him because. He's like the fucking Taysom Hill of receiving. He what? Can... <laughs> <Pause>. <laughs> yeah, because he can. He runs the ball. They put him on the little, you know, turnaround, whatever the fucks. And he's just fast. He's the fastest yeah. motherfucker out there. What y'all think about DeAndre Hopkins? No. What? No. He missed. What he missed? Four games. What he missed last night. The the one catch that could have probably won them the fucking game. What did he do? He missed it. He one caught catch. that bitch. He caught that bitch. It went in his hands. He squeezed it too hard. It came out the bottom of his hands. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to take off before he had full control of the ball. I know That's who DJ it. like. Julio Jones. Julio. <laughs> <laughs> he like Julio. Don't ever disrespect me like this, my nigga. I'll turn these microphones off. You hear me? <laughs> I know I desk in this bitch. You fucking Julio ain't never got no playtime around here. I don't even. I don't even play with that nigga on Madden. I put that nigga on the bench. Damn, bench Julio. Stephon nah, Diggs. It ain't. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go. It ain't Diggs. I can't say Diggs because Diggs ain't consistent enough. Uh, I think I think Adams is probably the obvious choice. He never take a week off. He's he literally <laughs> shows up every week. He's yards after catch. He's all of that. Go Pat, go. But I will also put Debo Sam Samuels in, oh, in, in, in the mix. Because they are literally treating him like a running back, like a wide yeah. receiver, like the same shit we talk about Cordell Patterson. Yeah, they're doing that with Debo. Cordell Patterson is uh, is a man child to himself. Oh my god! <laughs> now you you said earlier, Mike Evans. What happened to that tape? Oh yeah, like Mike uh, Evans. I'm not a fan of Mike Evans and Tom Brady. Simply because they have to go against the Saints, and oh, they're so fucking good, and fuck the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, that's so it. Reason. I don't like. I don't want Mike Evans to to catch another pass because we shut him down, and I hope we shut him down again. I hope he doesn't see a fucking catch from Tom Brady, and I hope they lose terribly against the Saints. What? Mike Evans is that guy, though. Yep. Right. Till he plays against the Saints. Always catching six or more. Ah. What did they just play Buffalo the last game they played, was it? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. gonna keep it a buck with you. So right now, Mike is 115 yards away from hitting a thousand yards receiving. That oh, nigga's the boy. If he does it, this will be the eighth time in his career that he's done it. He only been in the league like eight years, Ooh, too. That's correct. Yeah. So to say that you've hit a thousand every year? Yeah, you're in the Hall of Fame mm. already. Ain't got well, I ain't going right. to. Let's not get crazy. What you mean? I don't know about Hall of Fame. I mean, most of these was from, from Jameis. So, yeah, you, you should get some props because that's some Larry Fitzgerald shit. Larry yes. Fitzgerald will... For a, a long stretch, he was getting a thousand yards every season, no matter who his quarterback was. And they had some garbage out there. Yeah, it wasn't always Kurt Warner. Shit, it was it was shit. Matt Leinart. It was Matt Leinart. It was some other white boy. Like he, they had some issues. I think they had Byron Leftwich at one point. I'm not. Oh man, you know how I feel about black quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's well documented. So. <laughs> it's birthmarked on him somewhere. They use the omen for black quarterbacks. You got black, black, black etched in the back of his head. I think it's kind of rude that y'all talking about receivers and ain't mentioning Cooper Cup. Should we mention Cooper Cup? Shouldn't you mention Cooper Cup? Fuck Cooper Cup too, because the Rams cheated the Saints. Oh fuck all that, man! Thirteen catches for one hundred and twenty-three yards on Monday night. Oh, what a Monday night to make you want to wake up for Mondays. <laughs> yes, dude. If Cooper Cup is playing Monday, wake up for Monday. <laughs> about to break the single season reception and receiving yard record. Damn, I can't I stand it. <laughs> I think he's leading like every receiver yeah. category, right? Yeah, he the targets, of... receptions, yeah. yards, touchdowns. Yeah. It's hard for me to hate him because he is a pure route runner. He is not, you know what I'm saying? He is not he is he's just breaking defensive backs and safeties down and he's cutting into the coverage 
He's breaking the zones up. He's slicing through these motherfucking defenses and making plays himself damn near. He's like a Peyton Manning receiver. <laughs> a Peyton Manning receiver. <laughs> Technical. <laughs> that record was held by uh, Mike Thomas. Was set in re- uh, by Mike Thomas in 2019. Man. With 149 catches. Cup got 113. Yeah, that nigga Mike Thomas. Yeah. What's his deal? That's that's who uh, DJ receiver is right there, Mike Thomas. Uh, Kink R. Mike is my receiver. I have a tattooed picture of him on okay. my back. Okay, tramp stamp for doing, DJ doing doing the flex, doing the flex. How about those Lakers? <laughs> <laughs> why you got that big nose nigga on your motherfucking back? We know why. Because I thought he was for us until we paid him money. He was just for you and your back. <laughs> what I realized, what I realized is that as soon as niggas get the money, they start playing different. Must be the money. Must be the fucking money. Anytime they get mad, I just don't get it. Like, uh, are there no more dogs left in the league? Wide receiver dogs. Cooper Cup, Mike Cooper Evans. Cup. We just talked about it. Devontae Adams. True, these but what's up with all these people when they get these big contracts? They don't perform no more. You mean like Zeke? Oh, <laughs> do I mean like Zeke? Somebody Me. shit that boy out. You mean like Never Zeke? You mean like Dak? Dak ain't got no money, but the he ain't crop top crusader. You got somebody got to protect the crop top crusader. Zeke is not great. He to say he is a Dallas Cowboys halfback, you're you're not great. I, what was that guy? I, I remember a Chris Chris Barber or something like that. He was phenomenal as a Cowboys halfback. This guy right here is he's Tony the, Barber. Oh Tony Barber. Oh yes, thank you, thank you. I I just can't stand what what Zeke has become after he got all that money. It looked like all that milk went to his fucking legs and stomach. Because he's running like he's bloated. He's not hitting the hole no more. You know what I'm saying? You barely getting three yards of carry. I, I need more from you. Didn't they give you, they gave him like ninety million? That's a lot of money to go limp, motherfucker. They played Washington and he had twelve attempts and he got forty five yards. <sighs> Somebody give me a pillow because that is not the <laughs> halfback that Jerry Jones spent money on. I'm sorry. He didn't score at all against the the the, um, the Washington team. <laughs> so they paid the, him the Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they paid him. They paid him before the 2019 season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so before the 2019 season, before the sixteen hundred, sixteen hundred, nine hundred, and fourteen hundred. Three years. That's his. That was his yards. 2019, they paid him. 2019, $1,300. He lived up to the expectation. Last year, Dak was hurt. He was hurt. He fumbled like a motherfucker. Only 900 That's not that big of a drop. It's four games left in the season. He's at 800 right now. Mm. So he can get that 900 again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He can definitely get the 900. In four games, he better be able to get 
he might be able to get the 1300 in four games he's at 800 now and he's averaging what 40 yards a game and you're telling me he's gonna get to he hurt isn't he hurt he's he's hurt and his attempts are down he's got 185 attempts this season oh so you're telling the years that he hit 1400 1300 he had 300 attempts oh man because they had more faith in him now that young boy is taking those reps and he's meant to just, I'm going to just drive it into the end zone. Who does? He, uh, Tony Pollard's a little bit more elusive. He out. Zeke. I just want to shoot. Yeah, but he out. So they're going to go back to Zeke then. You think they're going to put their to. faith in Zeke? Everything's on to. Zeke but his knee. He not 100%. <laughs> Everything's on Zeke but his knee. His <laughs> knee. His knee's on the fucking bench where he should be. Because he's not giving those numbers up. He's not going to get the 1,000. He's not. So they paid him too early. I guarantee you that. And there's no argument there. They paid him too early. Two years ahead of schedule, they paid him. Uh, if they hadn't paid him, I don't think. Well, I'm pretty confident that last year's production and this year's production brings his asking rate down heavily, right? Mm-hmm. But that's a gamble, at least in football, where you pay him too early. Basketball. Guys are just overpaid, bro. Guys are just overpaid. In basketball? Yeah. In basketball, guys are overpaid. It's all guaranteed money, and guys are overpaid because of of achievements, because of accolades, because, yeah, fucking Michael Porter Jr., 172. $172 million. Michael a gross amount of money to do fucking what to play professional basketball <laughs> well right now right now he's right he already, we talked about a couple weeks ago he got season end yeah, surgery yeah. exactly that hurt immediately <laughs> he's rich we're rich <laughs> Nigga got rich like and then got rich. on the bench. Rich Man, and hurt. Let me, sit down. let me sit down. I ain't never been broken rich at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> never been off work and rich. How about that? <laughs> rich. How does that go? You know how, how his contract goes? Does he still get that money or is it? Yeah, it's guaranteed. This basketball Look contract this, always nigga. guaranteed. Rich. Basketball, basketball contract guaranteed through and through. Unless, unless, unless you do some nut up shit, and then even still, they're probably still gonna pay you. But guess what? That whole draft class: Luka Doncic, Trey Young, two hundred mil each, right? Kevin Knox, uh, not gonna get no money. Mikael Bridges, like a hundred twenty mil. And I don't even know why. But why would you pay him? <laughs> I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Niggas is overpaid. Yeah, I think I'm looking at it now. Is Rudy Gobert the highest? One of the highest. So does money? Does the contract? Does the money from your contract take away the hunger? Do you work? Do you not work as hard because you got the contract extension? Do you work harder because you got the contract extension? Depends. I think it, it depends on the uh, the camaraderie of the team. If you actually got a team that's actually out there busting ass and it becomes fun, then I think yeah. 
But most of the time, uh, as I watch games, it's all about just who's the top dog. It's like politics. Who's the most popular? I don't want to say that because my man Kobe, you know, the more contracts extent, you know, he was just a different breed. He took and a big cut. Either it was way, about the game for him. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? And that's what that's what you would think. You is you're as great at this game as anybody else. And you you're at this level. And that's not your mind state by now. You already getting a gazillion for billion dollars. Why not come to play a game that you love? Like you see KD, I like you know it's no doubt in my mind when KD goes out there, he might not be he he might not be where he was ten fifteen years ago, but you can see he got the eye that he wants to be a scoring champ again. But he's done it so much, it's just like, what can I do now besides facilitate and and be a big dog in the game? Because I mean, and that's you just get to that elite mind state. And they break the game down completely different. That's my take on. It. I just I prefer people that's that's ready to to go at it every night and give you what you pay for, pretty much, because you already paid. But I'm gonna keep it a buck. I think I think it's a waste. I think it's it's inflation, right? It's inflation. Michael Porter Jr.'s got to get paid $172 million because 18 years ago, Corey Maggette got paid $60 million and Quentin Richardson got paid $50 million. And it's like, who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is Andre Miller? Yeah. Some scrub-ass nigga that got overpaid because of accolades. That's just today's overpayment. But what I will say... At minimum, the least you could do with some of this money is invest it back into your craft. Russell Wilson's always talking about, yeah, I spend $3 million a year on my body. LeBron's <laughs> got the hyperbolic chamber from Dragon Ball Z at the crib. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. at least you can do with some of this bread is try and put into your longevity. It's got to be put into your longevity. We watched fucking Tommy. Do some shit a 44-year-old man shouldn't be able to do on Sunday. Yeah. Right. He been running his ass off, man. Man, that's that's the shit I'm talking about. (laughs) Hey, that nigga ran for like 13 yards. Yeah, he been running his ass and spiking the ball after he run, throwing it. Shocking motherfuckers. (laughs) Pulling out all the stuff. Not expecting it. Yeah. That nigga look like fucking, he look like Lamar, bro. He like not, yard run. He looked like Lamar. He put the ball down. He was he book it. <laughs> he playing the game smarter, yo. Yeah, he's, he's way not, smarter. He's not just. It's not a like they like what little John, uh what's it say uh thirty percent physical and seventy percent mental. He's playing mental, and he's getting he's catching people on their heels every time with the players that they call in. Yeah, between the runs and the passes and the, and the play, even the play actions, they play actions be so on point. <laughs> you don't you know you don't know what the hell going on. And then he throw that motherfucker. Tom Brady is playing smart football. They on their they on the road to the Super Bowl. The way they playing, we still we got beat. the same predictions. Pass Bucks. I think it's gonna be the passing Bucks. That's just me. I don't give a fuck who he got to play. 
Tom Brazy bite. Okay, yeah. Tom Brazy part two. This it's him. It's really him. Like that's what I'm yelling on Sunday in the house because the fucking the fucking Bills. I know I came up here after the Bills played the Titans and I tore down their coach and all. Oh, you got sorry ass coaches. You shouldn't have did this. You shouldn't have did this. The Bills played sorry as fuck the first half. Sorry as a bitch. Yeah. Terrible. Came back. End of the game. Go to overtime with the fucking field goal. Oh, you know, did they even fucking go to overtime? They went to overtime. No, Pat's no, Bills. No. They no. went to overtime. They get the ball first. They drive down the field. It's fucking third and three. Josh Allen ran on these hoes frequently throughout the course of the evening. Third and three, he decides to throw a fade route to Stefan Diggs. That was a fade route bullet. (laughs) (laughs) A fade route what? A fade route bullet. He throw hard as shit, yo. Yeah, because you're going to catch this motherfucker. It's going to catch you. If he throw that the motherfucker body and then at the back shoulder, that's a good that's a good catch. It's impossible not to catch it. It's gonna go through you if you don't. Well, he's sending them shits through people. But instead of fucking running for it on third and three, and do the slide, like get the three yards, hit the pylon, hit the first down marker, and do the slide or get out of bounds. Do whatever the fuck you gotta do. <laughs> He throw that motherfucking ball to Stefan Diggs, bro. And they gave and they fucking punted on fourth down. I don't understand that either. Right. Like, why not go for it? You're already there. It's you either gonna get three yards or you're gonna get a touchdown. Or or you're gonna give them the ball back not too far from scoring position. But why I don't want to give Tom the ball back willingly. Right. Take this motherfucker from me. Yeah, Turn over exactly. on downs. Yes. I threw a fucking interception. Like, don't I'm not giving Tom Brazy the fucking ball. Not with nine minutes on the clock. What was it? Seven minutes left? Six minutes left or something like that? It was early. That was, they had the first possession in overtime. <laughs> so because they punted it, Tommy could have won off a field goal. Exactly. And Tommy was trying to get the field goal position. His receiver got open and ran his fucking heart out. <laughs> Motored that shit. Motor rev. Hallelujah. That nigga was gone, dog. Tom fucking Brazy, bro. MVP. MVP. That's it. I'm calling this shit. Tom Brady MVP. Tom Brazy, MVP. Everybody says it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, go back, go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say we can't give unvaccinated Aaron Rodgers Uh, a fucking MVP. I don't think none of them niggas vaccinated. Well, we know Antonio (laughs) Brown is not vaccinated, or he is now. (laughs) Is he? Dumb, dumb, dumb. He He is now, so... Yeah, the fuck right. Before we get into the to the MVP shit, <laughs> I, I wanted to laugh because last week I meant to bring this up. Everybody was just like, "Oh, AB 
lied about being vaccinated, and so did Aaron Rodgers. Why didn't Aaron Rodgers get suspended? Well, let me explain why. Because Aaron Rodgers only lied to the media. He didn't lie to the NFL. He didn't lie to the Green Bay Packers organization. He didn't turn in a false vaccination card. Antonio Brown turned in a false vaccination card. He paid somebody for this card. And the thing about loose ends, and this is why, like, in the movies, whenever you pay somebody to do some dirt for you, they usually give you the money and then kill you. This is exactly why. This is, like, the third time he's been extorted. And he's such a dumb nigga. (laughs) Or maybe maybe I should say he's such a uh, arrogant young man. Whenever they attempt to extort him, he thinks they bullshitting. And he doesn't pay them more money, and then he always gets outed every fucking time. This is the third time he's done something. Somebody knew he was doing dirt, or they did the dirt for him, and he originally paid them, and they came back and said, yo, I want some more money. And he said, nah, man, fuck you. Yo, if you don't give me more money for this fake vaccination card, I'm going to tell on you. Nah, man, fuck you. So he knew they was going to tell, so he tells on himself. Hey, Tampa Bay, uh, that vaccination card I gave y'all, man, just going to rip that thing up, right? I'm going to get <laughs> vaccinated, and I'm going to give you a real card. No harm, no foul. Tampa Bay was cool with it. Tampa Bay was Florida. <laughs> well, Tampa Bay was cool with it because he didn't tell them the part where yeah, I paid a motherfucker for this card, and they finna tell on me. He didn't tell him that part. He just said, "Hey, man, let me go on and update y'all's records." I think I, I think I got confused, and I gave y'all the wrong card. See, this Antonio Brown is my son, and I'm Antonio Brown. Like he, he went and gave them some crazy shit like that. So Tampa was just like, "Cool, just get us the card. We're not gonna say nothing. You don't say nothing." And then they said, like, this shit was under investigation. Well, it wasn't under investigation. The nigga ran and told, like, yo, I sold him the fucking fake card. Damn. So that's the difference. Aaron Rodgers went in a press conference, and they said, Aaron Rodgers, are you vaccinated? He said, yes, I'm immunized. Now, being immunized and vaccinated are two different things. When you get the polio shot, that's a part of immunization. When you were kids, so you can go to school with the other kids, you get the polio shot. What else they give you a shot for? Measles? Yeah, T-Dab, all that other shit. Yeah, yeah, that's immunization. That's not vaccination. Two different things. But he lied to the media. Green Bay knew this nigga's vaccination status. The NFL knew his vaccination status. He lied to nobody. That's why he didn't get suspended. He still can't be MVP. <laughs> because he took that badass loss week one to the Saints. Oh wow! And because I still hate this nigga's mustache, bro. Boy, mustache. Hate it. I dig the mustache. I don't like the man bun. You don't like Canadian. the mullet? Awfully Canadian. I don't like the man bun. I like the hair. It's Aaron Rodgers. How can you not like Aaron Rodgers? Look at him. He wears the WWF championship belt. Not the WWE. The WWF championship belt. 
is the F for maggot? The F is for fuck your team. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers is your MVP? Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead and say it. Aaron Rodgers is my MVP. Even you don't believe that. Even I you believe, believe it. Nah. AR-12 is coming to get your fucking mom's sweet ass, and he's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kyler Murray. Get out of here with the Kyler getting his ass nah. sacked all over the place. Uh, between the it's it's between the Patriots and the Bucks. So I think uh the good old boy, good old uh uh what's it mac and cheese. Look, this is real news. Even ESPN says it's between Aaron Rodgers and fucking Tom Brady. So you guys know your role. It's definitely not gonna be mac and cheese. He's a rookie, maybe rookie of the year. But I can't even give him rookie of the year. I got to get that to Jamar Chase with the Bengals. They got their boy from Dallas. The dude from Dallas. Uh, oh. I'm about 11. 11, exactly, yeah. He a rookie, isn't he? They talk yep. about defensive rookie of the year for him. But oh, um, Mika Parsons? Is it Mike Michael, Parsons? Yeah, Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons, yeah. yeah. He's a... Yeah. He is an animal. Yeah. He's going to be defensive rookie of the year. Uh, maybe, maybe just defensive. right last uh, defensive, defensive player of the year, but I doubt it. More yeah, than likely, TJ rookie. Watt. TJ Watt got sixteen sacks. Yeah, but that nigga missed like four games, bro. He's still leading the league. Guess what? The Watt family lineage is famous for two things: missing fucking games. <laughs> And Subway sandwiches. Oh, what you, don't, what you don't like? White linebackers? <laughs> white linebackers. Correct. I don't care for white linebackers. That nigga crazy. The best of it, ability is availability, and neither one of these motherfuckers got it. And it's another white out there. I don't even know if this motherfucker made it pro yet or not, or if he's still in college. I don't know. He I running just, around like the Manning brother with the two Facts. <laughs> now that nigga had polio or some shit, man. Don't yeah. even get on my man Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> That's my man Cooper. <laughs> He's MVP in my book. <laughs> nah, somebody look that shit up. What did Cooper Manning have? Was it sickle cell? Did Cooper Manning have sickle cell, bro? He's the only white person with sickle cell. Only white person ever. Yeah. That nigga had the spinal, measles or something. Yeah, spinal stenosis. See, a narrowing of the spine and pinching of the nerves. Yeah, stenosis. That's why he didn't play football. He was. He played. Did he? Not pro. I think he played like some high school, some middle school shit. Uh, he was supposed to be the best Manning. Was he? (laughs) Nah, the nigga is fucking Bobby Fischer of football, like a fucking mystery. And look, I had I got scoliosis, my nigga. That's the same shit or what? <laughs> nah. <laughs> y'all remember when the school nurse yeah. used to like make y'all do that mad uncomfortable test? L- lift like, your shirt up from the back <laughs> while I stand. And bend over and grab your toes. Yeah, like, yo. Weird shit. Weird ass fucking teachers. And it was never anybody else present. Like I think ignorance is bliss. <laughs> because if I knew if I knew back then what I know now right. all I had to do 
was go tell the principal, yo, the nurse, touch my ass, bro. <laughs> Suing this shit. Me and my parents will be seeking legal counsel. Squeeze my ass tough. We we hope we hope you shut out in court. Like you if you go to the doctor, no lie. If you go to the doctor tomorrow and tell him you got some shit going on with your with your poop shoot. He's gonna bring another motherfucker in the room while he examines you like a witness that he wasn't just fucking around having fun. Searching for gold up there, huh? Diddling so in your ass. <laughs> Never <laughs> going to the fucking doctor again. Extra large latex <laughs> Look what you just did to my generation. Now it's going to be another guy in there it's, checking it out. It's, sometimes it's a woman. They, they just get assistance. A nurse is in there when they oh, fuck. It's a your private. It's a finger gangbang. That's what's going on. No, I don't think it's two people's fingers. I just think it's yeah. like one person fingering and one person watching. Oh, it's a cuckold. It's a cuckold. <laughs> okay, I get it. So oh, you're not going to fucking do that to my prostate. It's a, Fuck it's you. It's a nurse cuckold. Wow. No, I'm almost 40. A nurse cuckold. Yeah. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> coming up. Wait a new, minute. New the world porn. isn't yours. <laughs> new porn category. The fucking Lakers. The Lakers. <laughs> Dizzle is the man. This nigga's How about the Lakers? This just in the world is your How did this even happen? We were talking about football. Dizzle. Now, motherfuckers are examining shit. Dizzle has created a nurse cuckold. The doctor comes in and he come in here, Clarence. There's a witness. Now there's I don't want to I don't want a nurse named Clarence. Yep. If the nurse's name is Clarence, like, how's it my pants up, bro? I can come back another nah, time. Nah, nah, Well, nah. you know, Clarence's parents had a real good marriage. Doctors is like, no, 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 don't be, don't be silly. Don't be silly. We're going to get this wanna, over right away. Do you want a woman nurse watching you, like... Even worse, right? She's going to get out of there. She's going to be like, he took that thing in his ass real good. He didn't even flinch at nothing. You gotta be tough though, right? You can't like you can't wince up. Like you have to be tough. So you just take your fingers. Ugh. I don't know. I'm never going back to the doctor. That's what I do know from this conversation. I'm just saying, like theoretically, yeah. you gotta be mad tough when that happens. Like you can't like flinch. You can't like squirm like Ugh. black stereotypes fully. Never going back to the doctor. Now nah, you definitely gotta go, man. That's the funniest <laughs> shit. Cause yeah. they, they send someone to, to pick you up because you can't drive because you're on drugs when you really? what happened to daddy? Remember yeah, what happened to dad? like, everybody in there is just you got on that 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 fucking hospital gown and nobody has on clothes under it. But everybody's ass is wide open, paused. So everybody's like the grandma farting. Man. They're just <laughs> everybody's ass is just windy. Where, where is this? When you go get what is it called? Um Colonoscopy, yeah, yeah. They clean you out, and like once you're all sedated and stuff, and you're waiting on you know your son or your wife to come pick you up. Everybody's in there just fucking half sleep, just farting, like nonstop. It's never a dull moment. It's just all (laughs) ever a dull moment. The best ones too, not one of them wimp shits that don't make noise. They just they all. <laughs> Trumpet butt. And you would think that it stunk in there, but it didn't to my surprise. It still smelled like nurse's office. Nah, I'm never going back, bro. You got to go get that back, done, bro. Dizzle. Nah, I'm good. Get in good there. I'm good on that. Get in there. Man. You got to get in there. 
That's what's fucking, bad about it. Let him clean fucking, those windpipes. The fucking MVP race. <laughs> the fucking MVP race. Tom Brazy versus A Rod. A A A Ron. Mm. I tell you, man. A Ron. AR twelve don't got what it takes. AR twelve has exactly what it takes. Have you seen his wife? Smoking hot. Nah, hold on. The chick from X Men movie? Yeah, you don't think she is? Who is it? The chick that plays Psylocke in the X Men movie. Oh, I fucking like Psylocke. There you go. I like yeah, Psylocke. Yeah, uh, Olivia Nunn, I think that was her name. Is that her oh, name? That's his wife. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't, look, I can't keep up with athletes and who they fuck with. I, I don't know. I just you know, said that shit, man. But AR is deaf. He has what it takes, man. That man's phenomenal. He runs as well. He's going to blow in the playoffs. Definitely going. Uh, but he he's not making it to the Super Bowl. Definitely nah, is. Not at all. Unless, Who's unless knocking him out? Brazy. I say Brazy. the Cardinals knock him out. Fuck no. I don't, I don't think Brazy's going to have to play like the first two rounds of the playoffs. I think they're going to get home field advantage and all that shit. It's going to be terrible. Uh, right now, I think, I think Kyler Murray and them got, uh, home field and in the first round by, uh, if the playoffs were to start today. And I don't think that they're in a position where they can like undo that because they got a lot of losses. Uh, let me pull this shit up. Play the Ravens next. So yeah, the they they got the second best. Oh no, shit. 10 and 3, 10 and 3, 10 and 3. Bucks, Bucks, Backs, uh uh Packers and the Cardinals. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, man. So it's a good chance that Tom Brady is going to be home field advantage for the rest of the playoffs. Give a but shit. If if they win out, if they all win every game for the rest of the season, Green Bay wins the tiebreaker because they have the better win percentage in conference games. Oh. And Tampa Bay gets second round because they have the uh, best strength of victory, just meaning points. That is I, – I don't I don't like that. That seems so, like, no, that's, fudged. That's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. If I beat everybody in my division and beat more teams in the conference than you did, then yeah. That that gives me the tiebreaker. Your conference isn't as hard as mine. Them niggas still professional. No, they're in the same conference. No, not division, conference. Okay. It's okay. conference first, then division. Uh, that's how they rank it. But I mean the division isn't finished yet. But the the but the Packers are three one in their division, eight and two in the conference. The Bucks are six and three in the conference. So that's tough. Yeah, I see why. I see why now. But I mean, and then mac and cheese, you know, he number one. <laughs> they gonna cruise to victory in their division. Only because they got a really, really easy schedule. Like the and they rest got a of really, their really dope defense. The rest of their season is mad easy. Like they got they got the Colts this Saturday. That's hard. They got the Bills next week. Mm. Eh, 
Then they got the Jaguars and the Dolphins. Are the Bills coming to Gillette? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. No. Yeah, they're going to have, they're gonna have to do more to run. They're going to yeah. have to do more to run plays. Yeah. Uh, the the good old guy, good old Bill, good old Billichek. <laughs> He's definitely going to bring some something to the table that they ain't ready for. Because I know they're expecting that run, but it's about to be a you're gonna see an array of things. In my personal opinion, um, like you said, that's I don't think that's an easy schedule because the Dolphins always manage to kick their ass at the end of the season for whatever reason. I don't know why the Dolphins always beat the Patriots at the end of the season. Yeah, they always got their number. I don't trust Tua. I don't trust Tua and whatever the fuck they're doing over there. And, and Tua's Hawaiian, so that. It's not my normal shit of just not liking, you know, black. <laughs> I just don't. I two ain't it, man. Two ain't that guy. Like he's not that dude over there, and and I think he knows it. He but is like, Hawaiian, not black. I said that. I he said he was that. not because he's. Why eating? don't you like him? What are you eating, man? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you didn't hear me give him, I shot him some bail, but you couldn't hear me because you was over here <laughs> demolishing whatever the fucking fuck. Chewing on beef jerky over there. It was like, a breadstick. I'm sorry. This nigga's been to Carabas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't give them no plug. We ain't got no commercials yet. Don't look nobody in the eye when you eat the beef stick either, dog. Right. It's a breadstick. Stop with the eye contact. It's not necessary. This nigga is... He'll wake up 7 o'clock in the morning and he'll be eating a beef jerky asking me do I want a piece. I'm like, bro, this is not what this is. (laughs) Not sharing beef with you, bro. (laughs) This is not the move. Get out of here. 7 in the morning. He's wide awake, happy. Is there a time time limit on that? Like... Two in the afternoon? Or you not eating beef? If you eating beef jerky at 7 a.m., pause. Pause on you. What's wrong with beef jerky at 7? Nobody's chewing beef. You just want they... a tough piece of brown meat in the morning. Oh, whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, how about those Lakers? So the Patriots are going to make their way up the ladder. They probably lose to the Dolphins just for safe measure. Nah, the way they playing, they ain't, I don't see it going. They might. Just, the Dolphins might try to rally because they, they're having such a bad season. Like I said, for some reason at the end of the season, the Patriots lose to the Dolphins. They I do. don't understand it. It's a thing, but I, not this team. Not this Patriots team because it's no longer Tom Brady. Not there. Needlemeyer. Needlemeyer and Belichick. No, no names on the team that are fucking happen to be the best in the league at this and that. Nah, not this time. I don't see it happening. I see him ruling the AFC though, because a, a lot of those those teams that we thought would be the it teams are falling apart. Besides the Bills, really. Yeah. So it's really just the Bills and the Patriots in that section of the. In, in my personal opinion. Well, I mean, we knew it wasn't the Jets. They thought it was going to be the Jets. The Jets is ass. They thought they was like, yeah, the Jets, it might be. Look, it might be up for them. They got a quarterback. Zach Wilson ain't shit either, bro. Yeah. I thought he he was. I ain't going to lie. I thought he was going to do something the way they kind of, the way they was talking about him. 
It's that headband, bro. It's that fucking headband. <laughs> Don't, because Gardner Minshew is a different breed of quarterback. They just need to give him a chance. Absolutely not. He wears a headband, and he has a total porn mustache. Big winner. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's Charlie Sheen, buddy. Mm-mm. He's Charlie Guess Sheen what? now, so. Charlie Sheen's got AIDS. Oh. So... Baker, Baker doesn't. Baker's in here to win there. Spinal stenosis. <laughs> shout out to Cooper Manning. Uh, shout out to Cooper Manning. Shout out to all my people out here in these streets with spinal stenosis. Spinal stenosis. <laughs> That's like one of those commercials late at night. If you've contracted spinal stenosis, you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> They always want to be Yo, what? <laughs> you know, you be up late at night, commercial come on, they tell you, if you taking the medication called, what the fuck did I just take? You may contract medical conditions such as spinal stenosis, mesothelioma. You know those shout commercials. Out to, shout out to the scoliosis gang. It's not scoliosis. <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> I'm repping hard for the scoliosis niggas because I got it. I got scoliosis. Dizzle got a cricket back, so he went and put Mike Thomas on it. I got scoliosis. All right. Some dude got him wrong. My first rap name was Young Scoli. Brokeback Mountain. Absolutely not. Absolutely not the mountain. Absolutely not. The mountain. Right. So the Lakers. Speaking of NBA speaking of uh, family lineage, <laughs> playing sports family lineage, Stephen Curry has taken the title as three yeah. point king. He, he passes, just passes. He passes Ray Allen's uh, three point record. I don't really think this is a big deal. I do like to see that he broke it in like a lot of fucking games less than than. Uh, than Ray Allen did like a lot fucking less games. He tried to pull that shit on the um on Portland, and they was like, "Nah, nigga, he ain't about to hit sixteen straight threes on me in one game." I think he was one shy though. Nah, he needed like three. He needed, he needed three, like three more. He, he needed like thirteen threes. He was busting ass. He was trying to hit sixteen threes on them. By the way, he that hit. shit is cr- like unheard oh my of. God. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I think the re- he had him and Clay had the record at like eleven. He yeah, had like in the game. I think they said if he would have done it in like in that one game, that would have been the all time record of anybody ever. Right? Because <laughs> eleven is the max. He eleven was the max. Now it's thirteen. Wow, yeah, he bust, but phenomenal. I, I, it's lackluster because you just did it on the Knicks. It's just like all right. It don't matter. Like for something like that, that can't that doesn't matter because. It still takes concentration and aim to hit it. And where was he shooting from at that? Where doesn't he fucking shoot from? <laughs> I'm about to say, he shoot from everywhere, bro. Where doesn't this nigga shoot from? What do you mean? Right, correct. Where was so... he shooting from? That was the dumbest question I've I ever heard. No, listen, that was a dumb, smart question then. <laughs> no, that mother... no, 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 no. Because, like, sometimes at the end of some quarters, <laughs> He fucking throws that shit up and he be on the other end of the court. Taking and that the shit ball goes out. in. Chaka. 
Oh my gosh, man! You said that was a dumb question, but you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, but look, I I think just making a, a, a observation. I hopefully anyway, wishful thinking. I hope he tries to actually try to make the the sixteen threes on somebody else. Way to go, Jairus. No. <laughs> oh, okay. That was me, my nigga. Man. Trying to close the pot out. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the joints? Cue the music. All right, all right. Fuck the three point record. All right, yo, it's world is yours, and I'm Dizzle. <laughs> but really, I don't know, man. I, I'm not hype. I'm not hype about this. If he does it again, if he plays the next team, I know they play next. But if he does like 17 threes, just to fucking show you, like, yeah, I'm gonna hit fucking 16 threes in a the game, then I'm I'm hype. The record is already broken and it's his. But if he just goes on a tear where it's like this nigga has all the sliders up, this nigga can't miss, <laughs> then I'm That'd fucking hype. I'm hype. I want this nigga to go. I want to see him get as hype as he did. Who were they playing when he took his mouth guard out and slammed it? Cursed at the referee. Who was that? That was the Knicks, right? Was that nah, the Knicks? nah, nah, that no, was a that few games ago. That was a few he games ago. He went off that game and was like, they shouldn't have pissed him off. Yeah, because yeah. I gave him a tech. I thought that yeah. was the Knicks. I don't know who it was. But I'm so he got the all time three point record for all time made threes. Got away quicker than Ray Allen did. Cool. He's still not my top ten. Top ten, what like player? Yeah. Top 10, okay. Yeah. Top ten all time. Right now, NBA player, and that's your team too. That's what and I'm that's saying. My you team. Your yeah. team. Who's your guy? Who is that's your guy? My team. That's my team. The Warriors the, is a team. The I know Warriors his team. Who is this guy? Who's your top? Oh, team? my top ten. Yeah, it's ugly. Okay. Yeah, he's got. Some. Yeah. Okay. That's the one ah. in the nigga gave you before you meet his you meet his family. Like, hey man, my house my house is a little dirty, but we ain't got roaches, man. I just wanna let you know you can sit down, you can trust the food here. So I mean top ten just real quick, no order specifically. Uh LeBron, Kobe, mm-hmm. Jordan, mm-hmm. Iverson, yeah. unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, I got to say, unfortunately, because everybody's going to be like, Everson doesn't have a ring. Oh, no. But what he did with some trash on the team, excellent. Uh, so, LeBron, Kobe, Jordan, Iverson, Olajuwon, Shaq. Uh, I, I didn't purposely put Shaq so far behind, but right. Shaq. Yeah. That's six, right? Yeah, he said Kobe, uh, LeBron, Iverson, Olajuwon, Shaq. Magic, Johnson. Right. Even though he was out here with the house in Virginia, still Magic Johnson at seven. Oh, oh my God. House in Virginia, HIV. (laughs) Charlie Sheen. Tiger Blood. Uh, (laughs) Larry at eight. Uh, Just my eighth eighth name. Larry Bird. Uh, Yeah, Larry Bird. What? Because he's white? No, I, I, hey, I love Larry Bird. Larry I Bird got a bone to pick. Five. Fuck that. I got a bone. How you don't like Aaron Rodgers' mustache, but you like Larry Bird's mustache? Because Larry Bird had a, a hair lip. A hair like, lip. Y- like Joaquin Phoenix. Like when you got that, like SPCA, whatever that shit is, where niggas <laughs> had to send the dimes, the March of Dimes, right. to fix your lip. Like Larry Bird had one of them. The mustache hit it. So he didn't scare the children. 
<laughs> uh, Larry Bird's eight. Uh, I'm putting David Robinson in the top ten. Oh, wow. Yeah, niggas really slept on David Robinson. Yeah. He was dope. Uh, and the Admiral, yes. A spur, yes. David Mully. Maurice. Who is Mully? Mully? Chris Mully. Oh, okay. Mur. Yeah. And Carl Malone's in the you know, top 20. Stockton's in the top 20. Isaiah Thomas in the top 20. If I keep, if I think about it hard enough, Steph ain't even in the top twenty, bro. Okay, he's definitely. Why do you put? Why you put Isaiah in? Yeah, over Steph, exactly. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I know Isaiah was a bad boy. He was a bad boy, but why you put him in? You know, you said he's not in your top ten, but he in your top twenty. And Steph don't make it at all. And Steph don't make it in your twenty. No. Because I still got to put Nash. I got to put Nash in there. I got to put Jason Kidd. In Why there. would you put Steve? I see Jason Kidd. Why Steve Nash? Why not Steve Nash? Did, Why did you Steve watch basketball? I didn't even hear you say John Stockton. Why would he no, say John? He, he's in there. He's he he's not in the top ten, but he's in the top twenty. He's right behind Malone. Oh my gosh! He gets Nash it off. Though. He gets it off the Iron Man alone. Uh, pick and roll. He changed the game with the pick and roll. They definitely uh, changed the game with the pick and roll. Steve Nash just just know Steve Nash. I think he was a overall. He was a decent assister, but he just he was a good passer. No, he could he could score too. He didn't have to score because he was surrounded by so much talent at all times while he yeah. played. It wasn't just like him and. And Malone out there, like he always had like two other people Sean that could Marion, score, Amari but that was Dirk Nowinski, Michael Finley. He definitely had people to distribute the ball to regularly. You talking about Nash? Oh, yeah, but Nash see, he played for D- uh, Dallas at one point. But see, so here's the thing: Nash was, Nash had a great career. Yeah, throw, throw that fucking. Lakers shit out the window with him, Kobe, and Dwight Howard. Throw that shit out the window. I forgot about that. Yeah. Go strictly off of boom, check it. It's me out here in Phoenix. They traded me for Jason Kidd once again type shit, and he's mm-hmm. out in Phoenix with Joe Johnson uh, before he was Joe Johnson, like coming mm-hmm. off the bench, Joe Johnson, Sean Marion with the weirdest jump shots you've ever seen in your whole life. <laughs> Got uh, Amari Stoudemire and some nigga named Tom Gugliata. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he made shit happen in Phoenix. He definitely made shit happen in Phoenix. Like, he was good. He won two MVPs out there. I don't yeah. think he should have won two. Maybe one. He definitely and I don't even know if he should have won the one. I just feel he was a light show. Quentin Richardson. Uh, he got a lot of guys paid that shouldn't be paid. And he was out there with Anthony Hardaway, Penny Hardaway, in the latter part of his career before he retired. Uh, excellent, excellent roster. He always played with great teams. Well, he always played yeah. with teams that he was able to make great uh, because you wouldn't know Mike Finley if it wasn't for Steve Nash. You wouldn't yeah. know Dirk if it wasn't for Steve Nash, Eric Dampier, Josh Howard. These guys got paid. These guys played for the Dallas Mavericks in the heyday, and they all played with Nash, and Nash made everybody look great. Great, excellent facilitator. And the motherfucker didn't even play basketball until, like, so- three years year. before he got drafted. Yeah, he was a <laughs> soccer player, bro. Yeah. Him and Tony Parker, their careers are pretty much the same. Tony Parker was just born in France. 
Tony Parker's dad was a basketball player, and he put them in basketball as as kids too. So, but soccer was like their first love. But Tony Parker played some basketball. Steve Nash didn't play any. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't play. Uh, he didn't play organized team basketball, like for a team. I don't think. I know he had a hard time being a point guard because he didn't know what to fucking do. He fucking picked that shit up quick as hell. Yeah, it was Popovich. Yeah, it was Pop- G- it was Popovich. G Pop's coaching style is pretty good. I think that's why it's not resonating with a lot of the young kids today. It's too, it's too old school. He don't make the changes. So y'all got a problem with me saying Steph ain't top ten just because he broke the all time three point record? Not yeah, that's so your, reason. He's your people too. That's yeah. your team. I just, figure you, I mean, I just figure you, you know, touch the hem of his garment or something. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't that's not how I give it up. Just because you play for my squad, you're not invincible. We, I wrote a letter to Drew Brees the other week. Hey, Drew, still stay the fuck out my dome, bro. Is he in your top 10 quarterbacks? Drew? Yeah. Uh, Drew is, in, he's in my top three. Okay. And he's not, and he's not <laughs> <laughs> he's not three. And he's in your top three. three. And, he's, <laughs> and he's not three. Right? Do I dare ask what number he is? Who's number Who's number two then? It's him and Tommy. It's him and Tommy. I knew it. It's him and Tommy. Oh, burn it hell. Yeah. It's him and Tommy, bro. That nigga second knows Thomas the train. <laughs> Who is Thomas Benoon, Brady Cookman. No, please, oh, my God. If you have the opportunity, get your ESPN on and go watch the Tom Brady doc. He fell in love with this man he over always, a documentary. I have no, it's, that. It's not, it's not just because of the doc. That helped. I love, I love Tom versus Tom. This nigga talk about this Facebook documentary shit. on every pod. Every week. Every week. <laughs> I got to go watch this, Jack. If I cry, if I cry, then I understand. Where is it at? Where can I watch this at? It's on ESPN or Hulu. Okay. Uh, Whatever it is, details. Uh, Tom versus Tom, that shit that he did on Facebook, that was also excellent. But I'm saying, so here's, here's the error in my ways. I take a grudge against certain athletes, and I hold it against them. I fucking hated Kobe. From like 05 Ooh, until man. like 2018. I didn't hate him that long, but I know what you mean. Why'd you I hate hated I hated that nigga, bro. I felt because like he was arrogant. He was. It wasn't, it wasn't that. I mean, the, the ring on the Sixers wasn't big to me because that was clear. That was a That was an easy win. Uh, the ring against the Nets wasn't that big to me because there's this picture of Shaq dunking on the entire Nets team. Yeah. And that just lets you know what kind of series that was. I think they swept them one year, and then it was like 4-1 the next time they played. Like, I just I didn't chalk those rings up to him being, like, great, right? Yeah. And I had a hard time with him being so fucking, like, and then the whole shit with him and Shaq and the Shaq split. Like, your parents got divorced and I went with Shaq, not Kobe. So I hated Kobe after that. And then I started looking at Kobe play ball versus the Boston Celtics in the finals twice. 
damn, he, this is fucking great basketball. Versus yeah. the Magic, that's not great basketball. It really should have been versus the Cavaliers, and we would have got to see LeBron versus Kobe in the finals. Kobe would have still won. Would have been a better finals. I don't think it would have been better either. I think it would have been 4-1. What? Just like, just like it was with the Magic. It was 4-1. The Magic was a great team that year. They just didn't show up in the I finals when they were supposed hated to. hated Dwight Howard. 100%. Yeah. I think he just wanted to just Punch him murder him. Yeah, I just I felt like that's what the case with that was. He just wanted to murder him. But and that that's was, what happened. That was just a great that was a great roster though. Jameer Nelson, Ray for Austin, uh Hito Turkoglu, Michael Pietras, uh Dwight Howard, of course, uh Bo Outlaw. Like that was a great uh, Rashard Lewis. Like yeah. that was a great lineup of fucking specialty players. They all did their fucking job. Rashard Lewis can shoot. Pietrus yeah. is a three and D guy. Fucking Jameer Nelson is a serviceable point guard. <laughs> that team reminds me of And he could dunk good too. He could dunk Jameer, well. No, nah, Jameer Nelson couldn't dunk like that. Jameer Nelson couldn't dunk. I mean, he probably could have. Yeah, bro. yeah. Jamil Derson was a dunker. I don't know. He was slashing to the he best. Getting, nah, he was like six foot one, six foot two, kind of heavy. Yeah, but he had bunnies. Okay, he got to the basket. I I compare them to the Miami Heat with no stars. Jamil Nelson. <laughs> Jamil Nelson is Mario Chalmers. You know what I'm saying? Hito yeah. Turkoglu is a European version of Chris Bosh. Jamil like, Nelson had a, angry eyebrows. He definitely had angry eyebrows. He, <laughs> where you go, Villanova? You went to Villanova? Yeah. He be like Doodle Bob when he gets angry. <laughs> anyway. But, I mean, I, I hated Kobe for a long time. I watched this last game where he put 60 on the Utah Jazz. And then I was like, why do you fucking hate Kobe again? And I couldn't remember. And it's like, you'll just start appreciating Kobe. And then he starts putting out content, going to podcasts and shit, talking about you know, having documentaries, giving you content where you could, like, see him off the basketball court. Yeah. And I realized, like, how dope he was. So the same shit with Tom. I hated Tom for decades, and I'm starting to see Tom off the field, and I'm like, you know what? I like him. Like, this motherfucker cold on the field, dog. Like, hey, <laughs> that's cold, nigga. You saw, you see this nigga run for 13 yards like that, man. That's cold-blooded <laughs> shit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bad motherfucker. So, I tell you so, what. Now, but the best quarterback run by a white quarterback is still Drew Brees against the Atlanta Falcons two years ago. He's running. I think it was from like 18 yards away. He's running, and he did some fake little stutter step shit, tripped himself up. Another motherfucker tried to tackle him and hit him, and he just bounced off of him and then ran into the end zone. This shit was crazy. <laughs> I, I hope I can find this video and put it on the YouTube page. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my one and two. I don't know who's number one yet. Uh, it rings. I don't really take a lot of the rings into account because you know Drew Brees got like ten Super Bowl rings in my house. What? In what universe? Uh, the Madden universe. <laughs> That if that's the crazy. case, he got 56 because I know I didn't win about 15 with him. <laughs> but that's in my house, though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think uh, uh, I started liking Kobe and Tom around the same time because I realized they both were 
elite, and people hated him for no reason, for doing great things. I, I hated Kobe for being a champion, and it was no reason at all. You know what I'm saying? He he had Brandy, and then, like, it was just like I was upset about that, and I was young, but you know what I'm saying? He was a champion, and then when I saw him try to give him a hard time with the whole prostitute thing and the rape, I thought that was terrible. I was like, oh, they're trying to blackball the boy. And then he went out there and bust ass. I watched him drop them 81 points on Jalen Rose. <laughs> and was just like, oh, yeah, he is a different breed of player. Like, I only heard about Jordan dropping 63. I only heard about Will Chamberlain dropping 100. I got to watch Kobe do that. And, you know, it wasn't at that point. But still, it was just like, yeah, he deserves all the praise that he gets because he's such a hard worker. Right. And then to see that he he was human and he could come down to earth and and show you that I can appreciate that he was very humble. He was a people's champion, and uh, I enjoyed every every moment that he played. Definitely, goat. Yes, Tom Brady as well. I like as much as I want to hate him, I can't because the shit that he does, I'm just impressed because I love football like that. It's just yeah. like damn. Look at this old motherfucker. <laughs> it's like when I was watching Brett Favre. It's like I can't believe his old ass is still out here doing it. But Tom Brady is doing it on a on a on level 13. For real. He's G14 classified. <laughs> old ass grandpa classified at 14. Motherfucker crazy. 44, bro. 44. And doing it. So, like, how could you, how can you hate greatness? Uh, one of my coaches used to say that. He was just like, if you can't, you know what I'm saying? Why, how could you hate it? How could you, don't you want to be, a, at least witness something great? And that's what I'm looking forward to. For sure. If my quarterback can't do it, somebody better do it. Don't go out there and just... Oh, we won the Super Bowl thirteen to three. Oh, we won the Super Bowl thirteen to ten. I hate them weak ass. I want to see y'all put some points up in this motherfucker. Like Aaron Rodgers, drop forty in the Super Bowl. What? I don't even know how to segue into this next topic. This thing. Drop <laughs> forty. No, no, no. Okay. We were having a conversation earlier, uh, totally led by by Joe's Joseph McFly. For sure. What was I angry about this time? Um. I don't know if you were angry or if you were delusional. Just maybe excited about something. You were you were you were yearning. You were yearning for something. Holy fuck. This is not the gap band. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't yearn yeah. for shit. Gaps were involved in this. <laughs> Gaps. <laughs> Holy shit. What was flagrant? this? That's flagrant. <laughs> Hold on. That's flagrant. That's flagrant. <laughs> You had to pause it. You had to pause it. Pause, bro. If applicable. <laughs> if applicable. 
I'm just saying you and and I want to quote you. Where are the NBA big men? Where are the NBA big men? Why do you make me sound diabolical? First off, <laughs> that was a diabolical question. Why am I fucking Mandar from Dexter's Laboratory in your head? That was you know what I sound like when I hit you question. up. Does that does that not take away from the question? That was diabolical. Like, <laughs> where are the NBA big men, bro? I don't know. Joel Embiid. Nah. Tacumpo. Tacumpo is a is an NBA big man. You said nah to Joel? Nikolai Jocic. Jocic. Is Jocic a big man? Yeah. And that nigga out of shape. Anthony Davis. Vucevic. Lori Markinen. And not Lori Markinen. Rudy Gobert. Adebayo play like a big man. Exactly. Adebayo is a big man. He's a center. He play like a big man, though. Bam Adebayo for the Heat. Some of these guys got the, the title, but they play like point guards. Vucevic is a big man. In Anthony Davis's defense, he was a point guard. When and he then was he in just high had, school, he, he had a growth spurt. All your whole life in the NBA, he had a growth spurt, bro. He had <laughs> a growth spurt. And his eyebrow connected as well. So. I'm getting big. <laughs> Relax. After a certain <laughs> point, I don't care if you fucking 15 or not. You can't tell a motherfucker you getting big. You getting big. Nigga, I've been I've been six three since I was goddamn twelve. What you mean I'm getting big? Since we talking about the Lakers and everything, <laughs> goddamn, I gotta relax on the getting big. Anthony Davis is he's not playing the big man. He is playing a perimeter shooting center, and he needs to get tougher on the inside. That's the type of yeah centers I like to see. They not they not they not tough on the inside. They playing softball. And they pitching underhand when it comes to. So they gonna, they blame, gonna have to throw some function because I blame, Stan, I blame Steph. Why you blame Steph? I blame Steph and the Warriors. Mark Jackson, all them niggas over there. <laughs> uh, because that's where they took the league. You got to have five shooters on the floor at all times. Having somebody that's holding it down in the paint. That ain't gonna get you nowhere. Nah. The game has changed. This ain't fucking nineteen ninety-three and you got Patrick Ewan in the fucking paint. You know, this this ain't that, dog. This the league has changed. You gotta be able, your power forward and your center, they have to be able to shoot from seventeen to twenty feet away. It's a requirement. You not yeah. you're not gonna find no Andrew Bogut's out here. You're not going. I'm not upset that the game has changed. I just uh, the the evolution of it has turned into something that that is not equating any fundamentals into it. And I and me being I'm a Spurs fan. I like fundamental basketball. I've always liked to see uh, a David Robinson, the Admiral, or Carl Malone, the Mailman, or even a Dennis Rodman who didn't have to score, but he snatched boards as if he was a center. He had position, and he showed you how to play 
position basketball, so to speak. He wasn't a big man, though. He wasn't a big man, but he played ball like a big man. You couldn't tell him he won't a big man, even when he played with Detroit. So you kind of got to change the rules for this to happen. Uh, two years, two two and done, maybe even a three and done, like like football uh, for basketball players, because point guards come out of college with no jump shot. In terrible point guard vision, so like, what the fuck are you good at? You ain't got a you ain't got a jump shot, you ain't got point guard vision. Like, what do you do? Oh, you're Derrick Rose, and you got a lot of bounce, and you can handle the ball. Okay, cool. When you can't handle the ball, you can't bounce anymore. What are you going to rely on? What what's Derrick Rose trying to find now in his whatever year? A consistent jump shot. Well, Russell Jack Westbrook Rose had a floater though back when he was, he used to, you yeah. know what I'm when saying? He could bounce. Yeah, when he could yeah. bounce, he had a floater. When he could bounce, you got to be able to get up to get that floater out. You yeah. can't just shoot that off of two feet. You got to be, you got to be agile. You got to be in going into traffic. What Russell Westbrook? He can't shoot, right? Yeah, he's not going. If if he stayed in college a little bit longer, maybe he starts to develop that jump shot. OJ Mayo. Never developed a jump shot. He went to school and came out in the draft the same year as Mike Conley. Yeah. Why is Mike Conley still in the league? Because he stayed a little bit year, longer. Right? I think he stayed one or two years. Yeah, uh, I he think came, he stayed to his junior year. Yeah, he was in Ohio with Greg Oden, and he fucking got a jump shot before he came into the league. So you make the players stay three years. Now these power forwards have post moves. Hmm. Dwight Howard came out of high school, never developed post moves. Just was never. a big guy. He still can't back down to the basket today. And Bede left college after one year. He got a sweet little three-pointer. His, his, his post game is okay, but it's not like, deadly why yeah. because he, he, what are you going to develop after you went pro now you're just trying to keep up you don't develop and learn new things once you're already pro you're trying to keep up well why not you forever should be learning <laughs> i think so too and kudos to all the players that went and got <laughs> help you know yao ming went and and called hakeem olajuwon i don't think he should have had to call hakeem olajuwon they Being both played Houston. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Hakeem should have came to him like, "Yo, fam, I'm I'm part of the package." <laughs> <laughs> this is not 2K. It don't work like that. You goddamn right, it don't. <laughs> but the year that Hakeem was working with him, one of his best seasons. He only played like 18, 20 games before he got hurt, and then he ended up retiring because he had bad feet. Bad knees, seven seven foot eleven inches tall. How the fuck you supposed to move all the time? <laughs> you sleep probably stupid. You probably sleep on two beds. Nah, that nigga feet was terrible, bro. That nigga yeah, had feet yeah. injuries uh every year, I think. Yeah, cause he it's just like your body only meant to handle so much. And I know he couldn't keep. I see. I used to see him running up and down the court, struggling to keep up. Not even keep up, just to get down court. <laughs> See that motherfucker feet hit the ground. 
that Jane is is that's that's out of like sort of what Zion is going through right now because he's so heavy and all that pounding and up and down the court and trying to run and keep up. That Jane take a toll on your bones, especially when you're so big. Did they shut that nigga down yet? Zion? Yeah, did they shut him down for the season yet? I think so. I think they said he about 300 pounds. Or he's just not coming back for, for Christmas. I, think, like I think he is, what's the name? I think he is doing this on purpose because he doesn't want to be in New Orleans no more. So he's not trying to make the weight requirement that they're giving him. Uh, I don't think that's really going to make a difference. I think somebody will take him. Yeah. After his contract's up and, and he just sat around for years and got paid for free. Or, hey, we're going to trade him and you got to take him sight unseen, basically. He got that money in that Jordan contract. And now he's doing what he wants to do, basically, yeah. because he yeah. doesn't want to play for the Pelicans anymore. He's got the funny haircut. He's got the funny shoes, too. No, nobody's nobody's buying Air Zions. <laughs> People hooping in them. But I don't see nobody stroking them James like that. Team Jordan. <laughs> Do niggas buy the Team Jordans? Yeah. Hey, look, they got some sweet ones. I like them shit. <laughs> what they call? I think they're the they Russell Westbrook joints. I think they are. Oh, you talking about the why not? I think so. Let me see. Yeah, they look digital or whatever. I was going to say, my man defended himself quickly. He was like, yo, I was there. some of them sweet. <laughs> no, nah, just that one pair. <laughs> he said oh, some. No, these not. He didn't say that one pair. He said some of them. No, nah, this ain't the James. The why don't? Come on, don't put me on record saying the why not. This <laughs> <laughs> shit's ass. I don't know. He, he quoted I me wrong. I thought he wanted the why not. No, nah, this shit's ass. They got, it's a different pair. I don't know what they call because I don't really wear the team Jordans. I don't really nah. rock the team, but they they had a pair of foot like I was looking at. They was like beige and light blue. It was like, why not? Nah, they not. They yeah, aren't. Why not? Uh, <laughs> they are not the why nots. The world is yours. Don't get your kids team Jordans. <laughs> yeah. The numbers. Facts. If your kid gets their ass because you bought them Team Jordans, don't even yell at the principal. Like, that's on you. He He's bound to be bad if he got on the Team Joints. Get my boy the Teams. These are the Be More Mellows. You can't even get those, and I like oh, how mellow and Them shits was ugly. No, nah, I, I remember them shits. Them shits was ugly. Yeah, the Be More, he had some little tribal sign on the side of it. And he had his son's name, Cayenne Pepper, on the inside of it. He had a Puerto Rican flag. I didn't even know he was Puerto Rican until he got with Lala. Like, I didn't know he was Puerto Rican. When did that happen? See? I know the nigga. The nigga not Puerto Rican. That nigga (laughs) mad Puerto Rican. Let him tell it. You not putting the Puerto Rican flag on your sneaker unless you Puerto Rican. When did my boy become Puerto Rican? See, at birth, my nigga, what you mean? I didn't know Melo was a Puerto Rican. I didn't know he was from New York until he until he got traded yeah, I, there. I knew he was from New York, yeah. I knew he was from New York. That's why he played in Syracuse. So I knew he was from New York. But, but how the fuck did he get to Oak Hill? Uh, I think his mom, you know, his mom, I 
I want to say his mom's moved him to Baltimore. You know, he because lived in Baltimore. it was safer than New York. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sa- it's safer than when he's from Brooklyn, mm. the Bronx. I, I, sh- sh- probably Long Island or some shit. <laughs> Chill. Chill. He start, man, listen, as soon as he said he was from New York, yeah, I'm from New York, you know, heard you. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, all the New York lingo. I did, I did. He started wearing <laughs> Timberlands and shit. He was balling in Tim's and a hoodie. Like, he was all the stereotypes. Hoodie mellow. Trash. Hoodie mellow. Trash. Throw him in Don't the trash. Don't ever talk bad about hoodie mellow. <laughs> hoodie mellow. <laughs> Joe, you had you had a uh, a non flagrant topic you wanted to talk about this week. It was about icebreakers. Oh, oh man, wow. yeah, I'm... this is non flagrant. No <laughs> pausing necessary. <laughs> no segue to the Lakers. This is no not flagrant. <laughs> Enough about the Lakers. <laughs> not like looking for big men. Oh wow. <laughs> This was, the, the big man was about the NBA having. Mm. Never mind. Mm. I can't talk mm. to you motherfuckers. You need to mature. Mm. Go read mm. you some books. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm actually getting back out here in the dating world. I, I'm I'm bold enough to stand on my own too and say that I'm trying to get back out here in the dating world. And I would like to know what are some good icebreakers. And I wanted to ask my friends on the pod today. And if you could you know, write in or something or email us at the world is yours podcast and let us know some good icebreakers, ladies, to uh speak to nice young career minded young women who who are goal oriented and has the head on their shoulders. You know, my friends, Cheese, uh DJ World Premier, can you please give your boy Jose some good pointers? DJ? I'm gonna keep it a buck. <laughs> uh, don't keep it a buck. No, no, time no, no, out. No, 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 I don't no, want no, you to no. keep it a buck. I don't want you to give me the one hundreds. I want you to tell me some real icebreakers, and and don't make me look like no fucking gump. Um, I'm pouring my heart out on the pod. That's kind of what you got to do. But in a cool way. It can't be corny. It can't be over the top. But you got to be a safe person. Because in, in today's world, you can't just... We talking like icebreakers with strangers, right? Like you don't know this woman and you want to find a way to break the ice to get conversation and start conversation, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't... It's hard. Because all I see women complain about is... A nigga tried to get her number. She said no, and then he harassed her and said, "You ugly bitch, and you big head bitch, and you weave ain't this, and weave ain't that." So women are very non. You you can't approach women. Yeah, especially black women. You can't approach women. So you have to do something to be funny, so that they can let their guard down a little bit. And one way that you can be funny is kind of making a fool out of yourself to a certain extent. Not corny, not fucking fall down and bust your ass and then <laughs> jump up and say, oh man, did I do that? Like, don't Urkel this bitch out, right? <laughs> 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 but, you know, you in, the gro- you in the grocery store, you know, you boom, boom, little joke, little ha-ha. 
and then you let it sit, you let it marinate naturally. If organically the universe draws you two back together and you in the same aisle, boom, you shoot your shot. So you telling me double dutch it? That sounds like a like a okay, yeah, I said a little joke over here, and then we met up again, so I just decided, oh, yeah, now it's time to go. Why not right then and there? What if? Because, you know, I hear all these things about I want you to be aggressive, I want you to be assertive. Like, what if you waited too late by going on the next aisle? Well, I, I talked about that on the pod before, too. Um, all of those things never apply to you. <laughs> Okay. You know, women want you to apply pressure. I want a man to to, to just tell me he's gonna give me my phone number and 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 I don't mind when a guy hits on me at the gas station. You better take advantage when you see me and cause I you're never gonna see a bitch like me again. You know, they say all these things. <laughs> and when you put yourself in that position thinking like this is how all women want you to approach them, they want you to approach them with confidence, then you find out that shit don't work for you. Hey, nigga, I got my kids with me. I can't believe you're trying to flirt with me when I got my kids with me. How dare you? <laughs> but she was just online saying, I wish this nigga would approach me in the mall. She was talking about Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> she wasn't talking about <laughs> Joseph McFly. Like, she was talking about Michael B. Jordan. He can try and get her number at the gas station. She's talking about the nigga... From fucking Girls Trip, whatever this nigga's name is, or the nigga from Moonlight. Like, they, those are the exceptions to these rules. You, a regular nigga, you're not going to be able to bag no woman while she wear her kids out in public. It's not going to happen. Don't even try it. I promise you it's not going to happen. Right? Have y'all ever bagged a woman with her kids in tow? No. I've actually bagged a chick that was pregnant. Yeah, okay. But her kids wasn't around. <laughs> they were they, they were inside. <laughs> oh my god. That was a good one. That was a good one. Kids went around. They, they were around. They were inside. <laughs> hey, that's the other end of the spectrum though. Like, come on, you know you wasn't supposed to be able to bag that. You was wrong for even trying to bag that. Was she showing? Not at the time, nah. But she knew. She knew. She was honest about it, and I stuck around, and then you know got out of there. Oh man, got the hell out of there now! Yeah, I think. But um, I mean, I don't, I don't think you. I, I, I still think you still could bag a girl even with her kids, because I've seen there's been there have been women that are you know approach guys, and they're at the park. I've had women approach me at the park, and they have oh you know my kids over there on the slide. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. I never feel like that. That wouldn't be a thing because some women will approach you even with their kids. So they, they look for a good dad. I think with <laughs> that, it's the whole thing where it's just like you're never going to be ready. Like they say, man, I, I'm going to do it once I feel like it. You're never going to feel like it. I think there's there's never a right time anytime. So like with something like that, I think you have better chances of bagging her if you have your kids with you as well. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's just like if you like you said, if I'm at the park and my kids are at the park, we sitting on the bench, you you share a common interest. We both have kids. You share a common joke. Lord, I'm glad I finally get to let these run around. You know, yeah, let them run around and y'all make a little common joke. The ice is broken. I think guys overthink the ice breaking thing because it's, it's really it's no big deal. Don't overthink it. It's just common conversation. Like you said, Dizzle, just um, make them comfortable. 
you don't have to come off as weird. I think it comes off as weird when you're, what's up, little mama? You've been running through my mind. Uh, you coming out with a line. Now it's weird. And it's like, okay, here we go. We got Mac Daddy over here with the, the fishes in his in his platform shoes giving me lines. <laughs> I think the art of conversation is just, it's simple. You know what I'm saying? Strike up a convo about it. It could be about anything. We're in a store. Look at this lamp. This is a crazy lamp, right? Yeah, I was saying the same thing. Ice is broken. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can say anything with women because women like to look nice. Nine times out of ten when they come out, majority of the time, they look nice. They smell nice. You smell good. What is that you have on? You can list a fragrance that you might know of just off the top of your head. And, you know, is that Decadence by um, Gucci? Or Chanel? No, it's not decadence. It's actually ice is broken. This is Bath and Body Works cupcake. Exactly. <laughs> ice is broken. This is love spell. Like, oh, that works nine times out of ten. And then and like she's wearing love spell in 2021. Run away. No. What is that? What is love a, spell? She took a bath. That's the old joint. That That's love spell old, is the old joint. You know, the cucumber melon. They got the purple love spell joint. Okay, okay, okay. Like I'm taking my notes over here, by the way. So don't even don't judge me. Ice breaking ain't ain't nothing really. I think um the mistake uh that most guys make nowadays is um well the timid guys anyway, because like you said, those other dudes like the Michael B. Jordans, they're more so aggressive uh, in the right okay. way. Uh, most most mistakes that that the nice guy makes is he's too nice and he puts himself in the friend zone and he appears too safe. And then she's no longer looking at you as as a sexual partner. Not that it has to be sexual, but as an attractive partner, but more so like as a buddy. Because <laughs> you're trying to, I'm not, I'm not giving off any type of attraction cues. I'm just trying to show you that I'm safe. And I'll talk to you about uh, whatever. I'll talk to you about, uh, I was watching Home and Garden yesterday. And it's just like, okay, I'll come to you when I want to know about gardening tips. <laughs> I ain't gonna come to you when I want some D. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> She's talking to you about her problems with other men. Yeah, uh, that that should be a key sign that you in the friend, friend zone. zone. Exactly. Get, look. <laughs> get out of the friend zone. Stay like I, I think I told you this earlier, Jay. Like stay stay dangerous more so. Yeah. Like always approach it as if it's flirty, as if it's you know I'm attracted to you. Don't be weird, like Dizzle said. Don't be weird. It doesn't have to. Man, you got a fat ass today, Vanessa. No, just keep it fun. Keep it, you know, oh, when he comes around, he 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 brings about this presence of he he has it figured out or he, this guy has something going on and he I just I'm curious. But if you come around like I think uh major red flags is when you come around and my girl is this and you telling her about your girl and she giving you advice, red flag. Your friend zone now cuz now you're telling her what you'll allow and how bad she can treat you and that's no good. Never talk about the X Files. Never, ever, ever. Never talk about the X Files <laughs> unless you're together. Like if you're together, like you are already committed, then you can talk about the X Files. But never talk. You're not with you. Well, you're not with your child's mom. Hey, it didn't work out. But you know, why exactly. That's for both of us. Exactly. Because they, the red flag is you bad mouthing. That exactly. Or the mother yeah. of your child and everything that you say. Oh yeah, she just got real possessive. Oh, so you was you was a dick around town. You was local dick, nigga. That's why exactly. you obsessed. Like it's it's always the opposite of what you say. Oh yeah, things just got really crazy. We had a lot of trust issues, so you lied a lot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So never talk about the X Files. It's always, hey, peace and blessings to them. Like I'm, I'm, it just didn't work out. We wanted different things. Exactly. Yeah. I was focused on work. She was focused on work. It just didn't work out. That's if that comes up. As far as she know, I'm single. But see, that's the question that I see people saying now. <laughs> Tell me why you're single, which is not yeah. right conversation. Uh, that's not date conversation. That's not even really conversation for consumption. Because uh, you, I, I shouldn't believe anything you tell me. Right? <laughs> why are you single? Because <laughs> I got bad credit. I drink a lot and fucking exactly. <laughs> I don't know how to manage my money and shit, right? Exactly. I was living with my mom for 16 years. Like, I don't think yeah. you're ever going to get an honest conversation. No. I'm single because I love too hard. Oh, yeah. I care that too, I care too much. That me- yeah, that means you gave a fuck about that other person more than you gave a fuck about yourself. <laughs> she got the fuck away from you. That's another okay. thing. Chicks don't like when you, like, you're, like they say, too available, air quotes. Yeah. If you nah, that's a myth. That's a myth. Man, too available. Like what I mean by that is, like, give a fuck about what you got going on. Cause you are first. What I got. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. You are first. Seriously. <laughs> this is not not even just for men, for females as well. Yeah, you gotta take care of what yourself. What you got you going on is, is important. The minute you conform your schedule or your time it, not in a healthy way i'm not talking about making time for the opposite sex but more so like if you knew hey i already had this plan and she's throwing a fit or oh but i want you to do in your heart i can pass it with the guys this time you're conforming no stick to stick to your guns i got this going on set boundaries look i'm not gonna be on the phone with you all night i'm gonna go ahead and let you get some rest never give a chick enough time when it's new I say it like that. You give them just just a little bit, have them longing like, damn, we was talking, we was having a good conversation, a good chat, and he had to go because he had to go to work. Now she can't wait to talk to you. But the more you stick on the phone, you get to the point where you get that, that awkward silence and, what, you tired? No, I'm not tired. You'd have been on the phone too long. I, I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can, I don't think you can script a relationship. I think you got to do whatever you want to do or whatever is comfortable for you because the minute, like, that's like sex on the first date. Okay. And you you go out, you have a good time on the first date. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens. Second date, nothing happens. Third, fourth, fifth date, it happens. And y'all are just hanging out and she's just like, oh, yeah, you know, or or he, your partner. It's like, oh yeah, you know, I would have did this. I wanted to do this on the first night, but I didn't want you to think. I didn't want you to think any differently of me. I didn't. Well, why didn't you do what you wanted to do? Because now, now I don't trust your actions because you're worried about what I'm gonna think about you. Exactly. If you know what you is or what you ain't, then that's all you need to know. It's not about me and my opinion of you. Exactly. You know better. So if you want to be thirsty, to some extent. Be thirsty, right? If you want to be uh, clingy, then be clingy <laughs> to some extent. I I'm gonna say to some extent because you can't be clingy on day three. Like you can't. It, right. At least as at least as a clingy. man. At least as a man, I know you can't nah. be clingy after three days. I never do it. 
you get a bad rep. Now, if a young lady is clingy after three days, what do men think? Oh, it's cute. Oh, I'm locked in. Most dudes, they lock <laughs> in. If they haven't bad. fucked, if they Perfect. ain't smashed, and she's clingy, dudes kind of, that interest, it's like a game. I, I tell Jay this all the time. I was like, um, back and forth banter and, and relationships is kind of like Jumanji. Once you start playing, you have to, to end the game. You get what I mean? So it's it's more so like, you know, um, there are rules. No, I don't I don't believe in my in my heart of heart and my moral foundation that a relationship relationship should be um structured or, you know, like oh, there's rules to it. But however, rules do apply in in today's age, in today's world in dating. So like I said, like I I see from experience that you know, not giving a chick too much of your time, that works. That works with any, not not just man and woman relationship, that works with any relationship that you have, especially if you bring some sort of value. So if I bring some sort of value to the table and it's like, man, I really fuck with Cortez, cool, bet, but I'm not going to stick around and keep giving you all my time because the more I'm, I'm not around and I give you what I, what I bring to the table, you're going to always want more. But the minute I keep you, I'm always around. I'm always available. I'm always there. It's like ah, uh, I'm lackluster now. Yeah, yeah, you're not. It's not as exciting to see. It's it's fucked up, but it's a mind game. It's kind of yeah. like putting me in a position in where I need to be to 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 have better access and to to better use the relationship as a resource as opposed of of it draining me of my time and energy and efforts. So it's like I want my efforts to be rewarded in a way that benefits the both of us. And I can't do that doing things, like like you said, kind of completely letting my guard down. Once my guard is down, yeah, I'm chilling with the old lady all day long. Yeah, I'm fucking and I'm laying up. That's usually when you're married, settled down. But like in a dating pool, it's more so like, I can't really afford to give you all. Even if I'm not busy, I'm going to make time to go do something that I, I can't give you all my time. Even when I'm talking to you, like you said, I'm not going to, I can't give you the, the X conversation because this is fresh. This is new right now. I'm meeting your representative and you meeting my representative. And then that's this, hard. That's hard. That's hard. How you do that? What you like mean? How, how you do that? How you, how do you apply so much energy into this? into this game you say instead of just getting comfortable because like you can't just if it's cool with her and and your house is comfortable and you're comfortable right in, with her in your presence in your space right and you ain't doing shit else all sunday but watching football and she wants to watch football because it's too new you can't, hey man, at three o'clock i need i need to go to the bar and go watch the game over there with my guys uh we can link up tomorrow, What's, like instead, no, of just, instead of just hanging out at the crib all no, day that, with, come on. with a woman that you're not exclusively dating. What's understood ain't got to be explained. Something like that, that scenario, yeah, you come kick it with me on Sunday, but when it's time to go, it's time to go, right? So it's just like, yeah, you may have spent, we chilled out, we watched the Saints, we caught the Saints game, Saints won, you was cool with me, we drunk a few drinks, you might have slept, slept over or whatever, but the next next day... I'm not texting you all day. I'm not on the phone with you all day, money. You better be going to work, as a matter of fact. So it's just like, <laughs> I'm not texting you all day Monday because we spent last night together. Yes, yes. Good, hey, good morning, love. Um, I hope your day is well. And yeah. then, then look, once you text me back, 
I know this sounds crazy, but I have to kind of let that sit in the inbox for a little bit. Because I'm not going, <laughs> I have yeah. to. This is free game, fellas. Like, I have to let that linger. and then, But I'll get back to you. But I'm, hey, today is a busy, you know, it's Monday, the first start of the work week. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to it. It always has to be that. So she, now that boundary set. So now she, you know, I hate to put it like this, but so now it's more of a, I bring something to the table, whereas though you're chasing me and I'm not spending my time chasing you. Cause the minute, like, like you said, you let your guard down in this, man, we chilled all day Sunday. And really what it is, is it's a, a, a simulation of a, a, a relationship that ain't even there. Cause I, I with you all Sunday. Damn. I hit that shit. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm a text her out, man. Shit was wild last night. Mong, mong, mong. One leg up. Shit. What you, next thing you know, <laughs> Seriously, like I said, it's a game. Either either she's gonna do you like I just said, where it's gonna it's gonna come to a point where she's not gonna text you. And then she gonna she gonna hit you with the my bad things got busy at work. And it's like, oh, I was about to say you kind of went missing on me. And it's just like, nah, I would never do that. Next thing you know, she went missing again for another 15 minutes. You now you simping, like Jay just said, and you done looked at the clock and you seen, damn, 20 minutes then went by, y'all. And she ain't touched me back. And then now you thinking weird shit like, I know I put the D down, but it's just the game and how it goes. Either they they, they going to do it to you or you got to establish the rules. And, and, and hopefully if you're mindful enough, you set it in a healthy way. Like I said, you don't have to manipulate them and dog them out, but you have to put that first foot forward to where it's like, oh, no, I'm going to set this healthy ass boundary. I'm not going to give you all my time, even if I'm not busy. And even if I really want to stay around you and text you all day, never get never always. Man, what I got going on is important. I'm a busy guy. I got things going on and she gonna always keep you on her mind. It's not really hard. It just takes practice because most dudes is ready to goddamn, you know, it's they lack emotional intelligence. So it's more so like they ready to smash anyway and they out of there. So they kind of do it, you know, like breathing. You're not even thinking about it. Most dudes get the girl, they smash and that's it. But, you know, for us guys, like Jay is speaking of, I'm trying to get out there. I don't know. I need to know the steps in which I, I, I approach a female or and once I get the female, what do I do? No, nah, I'm not giving you all my time. I can give you some time and we're going to make the most of it. So it's impactful. That way it's never a dull moment. That way I'm never boring. So when I get with you, it's going to count. Like you said, we're going to watch football. We're going to go on a date. But after that, I got to kind of pull back until you show me, you know, invest more. If she yeah. starts to invest more and tell me more and open up more. Okay. This is, is work. This, is this, is this the, is this the, is this what you have to do when courting? Are we talking about courting? Yes. Multiple people. Like you, you're not at the point not, where I'm like me. If you're dating, if you're dating around, because okay, I've been through, I've been through a situation where a female has, um, they look at you a certain way. People have a certain perception of you. None of none of your business. Everything to do with them, right? So just because you appear a certain way to a person. Uh, they'll kind of want to knock you down off of your said pedestal that they put you on. So they'll do shit like leave you on red or curve you. Or I've had a female um, agree to a date. And when it was time to do the date, renege on the date. 
right? And it's just like, oh, sh- like what's going on? And like I said, then you start to wonder, like, what was it me? Like, what I did? Like, what, am I weird? <laughs> am I weird? Am I that dude? And it's just like, no. Certain females get a kick out of, like I said, this certain game. It's more of a toxic way than I explained it, but it's the same game. This dude think he get all the girls. He think he's that. I'm a, I'm a show him. If he wants me, he has to chase. And it's like, oh, no. Then that becomes, like I said, that emotional intelligence has to kick in where it's just like you got to know your worth as a dude. Like, I know what I bring to the table. I know what I'm doing the same thing. But I'm like I said, I I just know the game and I can offer it to you in a healthier manner rather than be toxic. And I'm not going I'm not going to get a female and know she likes me and then renege on a date at the last minute. I don't think anything is healthy about the stuff you listed. We hung out on Sunday. Okay. So now I'm not going to text you a lot on exactly. Monday. Exactly. It's not because I'm busy. No, yes. because I'm... Yes, well, you are. You're, you're, you're fake busy. It's it's not nothing out of your normal. I'm going to... If you didn't hang out with her on Sunday, you would have conversation for her on Monday, but you're... One of your reasons is you don't want to seem too available, too eager. Exactly. Too, you don't want to invest too much time into it. Uh, and we can unpack that in another episode. But you got some hurt out there. Sir. I don't. I don't. Okay, <laughs> you, so think, real quick, real, real quick. Somebody hurt you, though. <laughs> real, real quick, real quick. When you go to a dealership, right, they show you a car. You never tell them how much money you have or seem too eager to buy that first car that they show you. Because nine times out of 10, once you say, oh, I really want this Maxima 2022, they're going to jack that price up. But relationships ain't a sales it's the same, opportunity. The courting game mm-hmm. is the same mm-hmm. way. If you mm-hmm. seem too eager, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. telling you, man. You're going to have buyer's remorse because that's the representative. That's the facade. Right. That's the fucking big, glorious Rick Ross huh. persona. And the whole time, he wasn't shipping keys. He was the CEO, right? Like that's yeah. the facade. That's what you. That's your representative that you want people to see. That's your emoji. It don't. It, it it's not gonna last long, and it's not gonna last forever. And then the message that I get from that, if this was done to me, she don't text back fast. I'm losing interest. If I didn't know that she put me on a on a time on a timer, hey, we hung out yesterday, so I'm not gonna text you that much today. Like I'd be pissed off. Fuck you, mean? Like we spent all day yesterday together. I'm used to talking to you a lot. You gotta keep that up. <laughs> you gotta keep that up now. Nah. You can't just turn around and be like, hey, man, I know we just spent 18 hours with each other, and now you want ice for the next 36. Now I'm being penalized for spending time with you? It's not a penalization. It's more so a setting a boundary. I'm not giving you all my time. I just spent all day with you yesterday. That's unhealthy for me to just keep constantly texting, texting, texting. No, I'm not trying to appear fake busy. Who hurt the cheese, bro? Who hurt the cheese, bro? I'm not hurt, bro. I swear I'm not Mad hurt. We're going to unpack this shit. Mad hurt. Mad hurt. You're scared. You scared to let somebody, you scared to get close to somebody 
because somebody hurt you. You got you got head over heels over somebody before. I'm scared to. I'm scared to give what I know I have to offer to somebody that doesn't deserve it. How do you know they don't deserve it? Easy. You put them on timeout. After you spent the day with them, Easy. you put them on time out. I, like I told you, I've been in a situation where it's like, all right, I'm going in this, going with the flow. I like you. Let's talk a lot. We've been talking, and it's just like, yeah, I kind of. The same thing I told you. I went missing, and it's like, there's no real reason. Mm. It's no, it's no real reason. You mm. just, but you, you have every so right. Is that ghosting though. That's is ghosting that, you. That yes, ghosting you? that's what I'm saying. That's even if you, even if you do it for for. 42 hours or whatever. That's would, ghosting? Would, he he kind of put hyperbole on what I said. I'm not saying just completely ignore the girl all day. But what I am saying is I'm not going to be every minute you send something, I have a response right away, right away, right away. I'm at work. I'm going to focus on work. And then when I get a chance to, I'll respond back. But, but I'm not Mm-mm. giving you my full you were intentional about not responding For sure. back in a timely manner. And the intention behind it was we just hung out yesterday. No, my intention behind it is to set, <laughs> we just, to set we a just boundary. I want to set a boundary because we were just together yesterday. And I want you to know that you can't have me. All my time. All my time. Okay, so what are, you, what are we courting up to? If I give you all my time now. Later, what is my, my what is the currency of my time later? It's worth nothing now. I've already given you all my time in the first two weeks we were courting. You were with me Sunday. I text you all day Monday. You chill. You came to my house Monday. I chilled with you on Wednesday. Then the weekend came up. I gotta take you out. And do then, you like her? Do you like her more after spending us every waking moment that you possibly could talking and communicating with her for two weeks? Would you like her more? After 14 days of solid, consistent contact. Yeah, we're going to be consistent. So you're going to like her more after 14 days of solid, consistent contact versus seven days of or 14 days of inconsistent contact, which would probably total up to about seven (laughs) days. You're going to get the same. You're not going to get nowhere. It's going to be like it's going to be the general shit. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Working today, working hard today. I know that feeling. You're not gonna get into those deep conversations. <laughs> no way. Because if you're talking to a motherfucker all day, you gotta have some heat. You gotta have you, some heat because you you're not responding back to no bullshit. You're having conversation, bro. What's your favorite color? I feel. Did I tell you about the time I, I broke my leg riding on a bike? And then boom, boom, boom. It's a conversation about that. Then you going back and forth. Like if you talking every other day. You're play- she's playing catch up. You playing catch up. Right. Yeah, yesterday, this bullshit happened. What happened? Exactly. Now we have uh, something to talk about. But that's day to day shit. How you gonna get to know her? Like I said, she's not telling you about if I'm the time she was at Chuck E. Cheese and she she won big and got a PlayStation. That's funny. Look, <laughs> when you don't when you don't see that said family member for a while, you catch up in a great way, man. I can't wait to go chill with my big cousin. Right. I catch up just as well. Like I said, it's not. I'm not completely ghosting the chick. Like I said, I'm doing it in a healthy manner. I'm just not giving you all my time in the beginning of us courting. If I've dated you or we're just now starting to date after I've talked to you on the phone and now you finally let me take you out, it's only been a week. No, I'm not giving you, a, I'm not going to give you a full 24 hours technically of my time because you were with me for at least eight hours till we fell asleep and woke up. <laughs> 
and then I'm going to turn right back around and just keep giving you undivided text and talk. I've run it. What, I, what have I done? What else am I? <laughs> I just, hey, we literally was together yesterday. Today is Monday. I'm tired as a bitch. Which was, it's the same thing you're saying. Oh, I, but I think that's when you get into the conversations. Conversation is not just updating you on my day, updating you on what's going on today. I think that's when you get into the deep conversations. That's when you get into, uh, and look, you know, I told you guys before, I was a telephone king in the heyday of house phones. Heyday <laughs> of house phones. At, at two o'clock in the morning, you're going to get into some conversations, some real life conversations with your feet dangling in the air, you know, as close to the ceiling as they can get. Shit. Even with my wife, I spent hours on the phone. I was used to working third shift. So okay. if I was working, we was talking the whole time I was at work. And yeah. when I wasn't working, we would talk until the sun came up on the phone. For sure. Just talking about random. I never said, hey, man. Hey, babe. <laughs> you know, I talked to you yesterday. Of course you don't say that. You want time out today? But, oh, and that's another thing. You can't say that's healthy boundaries if they don't know what your intention is behind it. I, it's not healthy if we all don't know the, the rules to the game. What's healthy is my time is valuable, right? So in today's age, back in the day, I think it was a little bit different. Yeah, everybody had, it was analog. One phone, one phone number. If you know what I'm saying, I gotta walk to see you. I have to get a ride to see you. Now we can Facetime. There's social media. It's different today. Women and well, I'm 29, 30 years old. So it's just like in my age bracket, 25 to 30, women are different. You're a bit older. I'm I'm hoping 40 year old and 45 to 50 year old women aren't playing these type of games. However, I beg to differ. I deal with a 40 year old that is playing this type of. You know what I mean? It's still out there. Women play these games. Like I said, I'm trying to offer it to you in a healthier manner. Whereas uh, uh, them out there, they'll cut you off, like Jay said, and ghost you and won't tell you and won't communicate with you. I'm going to communicate with you consistently. But what I'm going to do is I'm not going to appear to be what the world calls, air quotes, a simp. I'm not going to appear too eager. I'm going to, yeah, I'm I'm interested. We went on a date. I'll give you time. I'll give you my undivided attention. But I'm also going to set time for myself. I'm going to go work. I'm going to go wash my car. I'm going to make myself busy so that when you do talk to me, you know that you have to up the stakes. It's not going to just be the bullshit, the same old, yeah, when you talk, make it count. I have Mm -hmm. shit going on. There's mystery to me. Give me conversation (laughs) as opposed to me. So what's up? Like when the next time I'm... I'm the one that's constantly pouring out. Like I said, I want my investment to return. I I know what I have to offer. I know. Look, man, if I bag shorty with the green eyes, it's a wrap. We say it. If I can get the shit with the short hair, it's it's over. <laughs> Take me. But like I said, they they don't be on it these days anyway. Mm-hmm. They don't be on that same type of time. It's more so. Okay, they're interested just like we're interested. They put themselves in our vicinity. The conversation happens. The courting begins. And for whatever reason, it's weird. It's a ghost. Or you seem too available. You're too eager. And it's just like, oh, and then they're doing what I just said to you in an unhealthy manner. It's not going to be, I'm just going to go work and focus on my work a little bit. They'll ghost you. And it's just like, oh, 
Or like I just said, I've been through that. If you want to call that hurt, I've been through that. We set up a whole date. And Shorty just reneged on a date. <laughs> just reneged. And it was no reason. Let that hurt go. Let it go, cheese. <laughs> that nigga did the God voice. Let the hurt go, cheese. <laughs> This don't be cheddar. <laughs> don't be Swiss. I want you to be a nice Kobe Jack. Pepper, pepper Jack. All right? <laughs> That's it, bro. Close it out, man. That's <laughs> <so good. laughs> this nigga pulled out the God voice. This nigga's omniscient. I'm let. telling you, I'm telling you, dog. You you gotta let the hurt go. You're right, man. Next you pod, gotta let, hurt me. Let the hurt go. Now, next pod, men of the prize. You you gonna be the perfect spokesperson for men of the prize. Okay, I can't right. wait for you to go out here and tell these people that men are the prize for sure. Turning down <laughs> pussy too. I want to talk about that. Niggas gotta turn down pussy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That I, I can't wait to listen to that conversation. Turn, down <laughs> Turn that shit down. I'm gonna be the best fucking moderator ever. You gotta bring God back. God's gotta come back for that one. Jeez. Fuck all the pussy that's thrown to you. Was that white Jesus? Was that white Jesus? <laughs> hey, uh, last message before we roll out, uh, Joey, Joey, yeah. and Candy Cane, release the stimulators. Exactly, release the stimulators. These people need stimulators out here. Not me, because uh, I don't qualify. <laughs> but the world is yours. Look me up with a stimulator. Bandana album of the year. Already out. Man, live the legend. Buck talk, trying to wipe with cut talk. Can't train a hoe can never put me in the slip walk. Education, traponomics, narcotic blood talk. My hands was right back in the bird soon as they took the cuffs off. Gotta feed your fucking wolves or they gon' feed on a nigga. It's quite ironic how all this ice can keep the heat on a nigga. My cousin beat me for a pack and I put the beam on that nigga. And now I don't gotta finesse the blood because I debut that nigga. Used to be peace and nose, drop a op like pop stinky low. Last Friday hit by the poles, threw dope in the commode. Get off the stove and slow my roll, I'm in the mars now. But I still serve your baked potato, Bobby Johnson style. You ain't lit, you litter like trunks with a feed. Black monster shit, I'm more Melvin Williams than Genevieve. The fist fights had me swapping blood with my enemies. You ain't from no set if you won game banging in Little League. I may not be here, I'm feeling like I might just leave. Before I start a fire or a fight, a million fucking dollars a year just won't suffice. Gotta factor in them old bad habits and the cost of life, cost of life, huh? We stay so high, that's why we can't come up. My credit score was zero, I'm still pulling ranges up. Them cash counters.
Don't take what's left of me. Drugs for the free, sold, sold separately. Uh, education for the nation. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no frustration.